Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right welcome to pilgrim on wrestling with your host Billy pilgrim that good wrestling under tree give you that old school feel with a new school type thought process every Wednesday night so are you ready are you ready are you ready for the show so here's Billy What's going on, my brother? Uh, nothing, just fucking. No doubt, no doubt. So, since you said we need to get right to it, let's get right to it. Welcome to Pilgrim Mark Wrestling and the STO, the Smokers Lounge. I'm your host, Cameron Officer Champ, and let me introduce you to the host with the most who got great ideas and know what real booking is, and he even knows how to book that dick into some hot-ass chicks. I'm talking about the one, the only. He'll make you laugh, he'll make you cry, he'll make you say, fuck you, or he might even make you say, I'm talking about the one and only, Billy. Pilgrim. Uh, hey, everybody! <laughs> and let you know how much we're going to really enjoy these next hour or two of discussion of wrestling. <laughs> so, so before we get into you know, going so and all that good shit. Um, week of the weekend of wrestling, man. I uh, I think I'm about to just get into the to the show because uh, it's it's getting to the to the point where um, yeah, I, mean, I have an opinion on it, but uh, I make it part of the it, official show because. It's, but it really, I'm going to tell you what's funny, right? This, let me tell you 
how bad the wrestling problem. To to me, it speaks to the volume of three pay per view, three two premium live events, and one pay per view. That the biggest news was the fight between the EVP, the VPs, and Punk. <laughs> and boy came out of the description of what happened. Have you heard the the, the, the details, the more details of it? Yeah, like I said, I have a I have definitely have a comment. I have like a five part comment on the whole fucking thing because it's just you know and, and yeah, it's it's literally the, the the state of everything as a product and whatever, but uh, it, yeah, because uh, you said you had an interesting take, so I'm gonna let you give your take first. Okay. And then I'm gonna it's, go because uh, because because we had talked about this on Pro Wrestling Smoke, we really dug into it, and now from looking at it, hearing about what happened, it it it. it Really, would it be the the fight part of it? I was like, "Damn!" Um, this is the time that Tony he had to show his balls because when I saw the promoters that we talked about, even down to Vince, at some point during, and I actually see, I didn't get a chance to actually listen to CM Punk's the, the media scrum. He's part of the media scrum. Yeah, I can see why the goddamn boys, why they, why a fight ensued. <laughs> because he didn't hold back shit. He didn't hold back a damn... It, it was like, it was like the 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 reporters didn't even want to they were scared to ask questions because, well, because he always go back to it's like, yeah, him and is is ew, damn, it, it like it like yo, it it was mind blowing because well, I, I was like, I I, I I think the wrestling press is Brian Lash. I haven't listened to it yet. Brian Lash just came out with a daily. And it's brilliant. It's so simple. It's like a paperclip. It's so simple, but so brilliant in that it's like a 10, 20 minute thing. And it's just news. There's no opinion. There's no nothing. It's just the news. Like you, like when news was news in any, in any genre, a lot of yeah. these guys are people that were like, you know, kind of, they work for these online sites or they work for these online fucking magazines. And they're the ones that, you know, we're on the outskirts of the office or whatever, and there's like, oh, we can start covering wrestling. And then, you know, because a lot of the wrestling article, supposed reporting I see is the same shit. It's be- like, lots- look, I misspell shit all the time and everything, and I'm not the world's greatest speller. But when I write something that's actually going to, like, if somebody paid me to write something, or it was going to be on an official site, or if I have to ever write a price, uh, a press release, it's going to, I'm going to make sure that everything is spelled properly and whatnot, but you're seeing regurgitated shit. And, you know, it's, so the wrestling press, like CM Punk can look mean in the face, but if you're, if you're, if you're going to sit there and cower because he's fucking just, you know, 
talking, you know, saying shit. And again, that's in the fight happened because uh, passive aggressive people don't get along with people that will get in your face. You know, I don't know. Wait a second. I know who H Steel is. Because I remember him from. I know who the, he is. Uh, I don't give from, a fuck who NBA, he is, but I know who he is. Uh, NWA East. Yeah. Um, when, when, you know, he, he was the East, the, the, the NWA East champion and all that shit. When they were still towards the end of, you know, the dark days of NWA. And um, I can imagine him choking out, killing him, like, <laughs> pulling this hair. <laughs> so, but it, but this was my take. Like I said, this proves that Khan to become he this is the time where he got to flex his muscles he got to flex his power because triple h is laughing because we all know that way that wouldn't even happen triple h would shut that i mean thing down and cut cameras off and be like yo 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 you, we need to walk outside what 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 what, what the fuck um, <laughs> Watch somebody punch the motherfucker. I'm just saying it, it. I I you know what Gordon Gordon can just stay at the bar this week because um all right mm. I was gonna hold off on the fucking thing but I have like basically five number one go ahead give it to fuck, him give it to him no fuck Adam Page okay I, and and I hope he hears this one day and I dare him to fucking come in if ever if I ever go to an AEW show or whatever. Never has anybody failed to rise to an opportunity on live television as this stupid fucking guy. Like, and I ruined for him in the beginning, and now, what a fucking jerk off. This this fucking idiot either needs to be fired and sent to and get a job with NXT where he sits at the performance center. He needs to either go back to the Indies or at the very minimum, back to the bottom of the card. Because never has anybody proven so spectacularly that they were not ready and or could not rise to the occasion. And to fucking pull the shit that he pulled, it's, you know, and and just like everything from the beginning to the end. It's like um, the, the fucking balls on you uh, to fucking kind of pull that kind of shit on live TV, uh, you know, and, and just just the overall behavior. As far as Omega and the Bucks, uh, yeah, you started the company, and that is to your credit, and you got yourself a little cushy jobs, and you're not going anywhere. But I hate to break the news to you there, Indy-rific. Uh, you, you guys did lose a fucking step. You can't book for shit, and you guys did lose a step because you took what you did to a niche market and decided to throw it all out there, okay? Kids in the Hall... Great show, one of my favorite shows, but it it never got big and it never became Saturday Night Live because guess what? The weird shit they would go so weird, and even I, who was like, he was like a diehard, going, "All right, what the fuck are you guys doing?" All right, and this little fucking sad play with the with the with the six man division titles and everything. It's like the most pathetic. No, my dick is bigger than his, and um. I hate to break the news to you, but yeah, like it's you, you create this thing, but it unfortunately it grows beyond you, 
And uh, I can totally see them being passive aggressive and pulling this kind of shit. Uh, again, just one little uh, factoid is fucking FDR. No, no, Y'all confronted him when he was still pissed. So it's kind of like this is what I mean by at the time Tony really need to evaluate how he's running this company. Because it, even when I, it, it, think about this for a second, right? When people talk about Vince, good or bad about Vince, Vince had so much respect that motherfuckers such as even Stone Cold of them was on pins and needles with dude to a certain extent. Now, that a certain point where they could talk shit, they could, but you feel what I'm coming from? Well, I'll get to Tony in a minute. Rockets, to a certain extent. Jeff Jarrett. I mean, excuse me, um, not Jeff Jarrett. Um, Jarrett Jarrett. Think about this. Jarrett Jarrett sent motherfucking Lawler the fuck away for a point. Dude, yeah. about that for a second. Yeah, yeah, no, that's... Did not send a message to your locker room? Well, no. Uh, again, they're being, I can see them being children. You're not, unfortunately, you're not the biggest stars. It, you know, and you guys, and that's kind of partly your fault because you got to book your own shit. It's the same thing with Cody. Like, you weren't there. You're mad. You want more money, but you're never there. So, you know, you guys basically, you, you suck at booking. And, you know, you guys haven't really done yourselves any favor. And basically, your big answer was, now you have a six-man title division, so you guys can go out there and do your little shtick so you can carve out a corner, you know, and basically you're drew the white line, like in an 80s sitcom across the middle of the room. And it was guys like Moxley and Jericho and, you know, and Punk and Danielson and even Regal coming in that have kind of kept the thing fresh. Now, as far as fucking uh, Punk goes, you know what? You got to be pissed. Uh, what Adam, what Adam Page, the balls that, like I said, Adam Page to just whatever, basically, I think it was not so much about cult. It was more about that his fucking push was the most absurd, most just absolutely just go further would have been a better world champion. I'm convinced at this point, uh, you know, and it was absurd and you got pouty face because, you know, it was everybody and their grandmother wanted punk to be champion anybody be champion they didn't you know and you couldn't pull it off you weren't convincing you got the stupidest fucking saying and colt was never a massive part of that show you stuck him in a group that my i mean my limp dick has more relevance than the fucking dark order so it's not about colt cabana it was about you being pouty because you failed to meet the, the mark, you fail to rise to the occasion. And you know what? I had an audition, ladies and gentlemen, for, for a website that I wanted to get on. And while I kind of got a scene in, guess what? It, it, I, could, I could sit here and tell you about a whole sob story. I could tell you about how my heart was broken. And I could tell you all my hurt feelings and everything else. Bottom line is this. I showed up that day. And on the very first day, I failed to rise to the occasion. Okay. Second day I came back, did better, got the job done, but didn't thrill. And you want to know something? I didn't. 
arise to the occasion on that day. So I didn't get what I was after that weekend, and I didn't deserve it. Okay? I could say, give me another shot because I warranted that much. But even then, don't be – if he says, I'll give it to you in a year, can't argue. So you fucking fell on your face. So you think you're going to go out there with your pouty fucking face, your West Virginia wanted to be Texas ass, and think you're going to take on one of the best talkers that there ever was. Fuck you. And you're lucky that you even, you know, again, like, anyway, uh, as far as punk, at the, at, at the same time, dude, fucking lighten up. Like, we get it. You're, you're, you're fucking a man. You're a man of fucking of, 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 uh, integrity and everything else. But seriously, dude, you have every right to be pissed. And I'm sure. And honestly, if any one of those guys got in my face, I probably would have punched him, too. But. You need to fucking, you're, you're, you're talking about setting an example while you're not, and you just need to fucking lighten up. Like, everything that's not to your favor, if somebody, like, wrongs you, it's not a goddamn vendetta. And I'm not talking about the cult shit. Uh, we never fully got that story, so I'm sure at some point. And, and, and well, now, we, we got, now, thanks to him talking on the, uh, on the scrum, uh, trust me, that that's, that's being researched as we speak, because well, hopefully it, by hopefully by real journalists that know how to do real yeah. research. But because, but go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, and it's just like, dude, lighten the fuck up. You know, like people are happy to see you back, but they like the punk. They don't. They don't want the fucking punk that's gonna fucking carry a grudge like an old man. You know, uh, they they want the punk that's actually kind of happy to be there. And kind of got pissed. And anybody giving punk shit for giving Adam Page shit, you know, he is a veteran. And and Page did it first. And, and, and the funny thing is, what they told the guys back in the Attitude Era is, if you're going to go off script, make it good. Because when you come back to that curtain, it's going to determine whether you get yelled at or not. So he tried to step off Page, and the fucking fat-faced little West Virginia hill boy couldn't fucking do it. Okay, and then Punk went out there and made him look like a two dollar bitch coming up a dollar short, and and now he wants oh poor Page, fuck Page, fuck his ridiculous dumb gimmick, okay, and I'm a you know what also fuck but see but see I bet but see but see but see this is my thought process okay if they could get along this could make money well no I'm gonna I'm gonna doing right I'm gonna I'm going to try, well, and last but never, and also with, well, actually two things. And with, with Tony Khan, dude, again, there's nothing wrong with it because we all wish we had it. We all wish we, you know, I, I, I don't even want to talk about what I would do to go back in time and be born into like the money you were born into, but you are not doing a good job. Your show is all over the fucking place. You collect wrestlers. Nothing is consistent. Nothing matters. Nothing is important. It's one week this guy's here, and then you don't see him for six months, and then he makes a cut. Like, you can't book, okay? And I will argue with anyone, because I don't even have to, like, I mean, it's I, I don't even have to remember 75% of it, because it's 100% of just all over the fucking place. You don't know how to book the, the, the Luchasaurus shit. Whatever the fuck was going on with Plumber and Moxley, everything else, you cannot book. You cannot book. And you cannot be everybody's friend. And I love drugs, and I love sex, 
and I love liquor, and I love late nights, and I love fucking debauchery. But you know what? When I go to set, or if I ever become in charge of something, like if I start running a studio, or, if, or if Team Skeet hires me one day and puts me in charge of a website, I'm not doing any of that shit with the people that work for me. I go, you guys go home, have fun. Then I go do my shit. Like you, like I'm amazed your dad, your dad must be half a bigger asshole than you that he didn't drill into your fucking head. You don't smoke weed or do anything else with your fucking employees. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. So you need to fucking let your balls drop. You don't worry about being a fucking friend. And as the final thought to the entire AEW roster, you collection of fucking egos and, and money grabbers and just out and out fucking entitled indie jerk-offs. You have been handed something. There have been something brought to the table, a different company where you can actually get a payday, where you can actually work, where you can provide something other than the mundane, inane, bland, homogenized fucking WWE product. And literally, it's, if you're, the guys are not fucking fighting like goddamn children over your own your fragile little egos, if you're not fucking pouting or, tr- or attempting to go into business for yourself, you're out there looking the exact same way, pasty pale piece of shit that you did when you were playing wrestling in front of 50 people or you were at some fucking on a, on a barge with Jericho, whatever, doing in, indie fucking shit. It's I'm, like the lack of effort that I'm seeing and, the, and they just the all over the fucking place. It's if AEW crashes or, or when this merger is done and they go, fuck it, we don't want it on there. I can't blame anybody because the entire lot of you need to fucking come to Jesus meeting because it's like you're sitting on top of something. You are going to become the next WCW. If you don't pull your fucking hats in because it's like the booking, the fucking, you know, people. It just it's all over the fucking place. And it's and it makes no sense. The whole Luchasaurus thing, I'm sure in his head he thought that made some kind of sense. I called it on the show and I'm like, he's gonna do that and it's gonna be the dumbest fucking thing ever. You have now you have four guys. You have your world champion, you have an upcoming guy contender, which you brought back to literally I took I took my dick out the other day to jerk off with more flurry and fanfare and surprise than MJH showing up. And now you're going to put him in with a bunch of fucking jerk offs as his like stable and a manager that apparently literally looks like the little pygmy from fucking Trilogy of Terror just running around. All right. Like, you know, good thing. None of the fucking female wrestlers look like Karen Black. And. You have uh, you have Moxley who could actually do something, and everybody wants to shit on Moxley. Moxley's the only one showing up every fucking day and at least trying. I don't like everything he's doing, but at least he's fucking showing up like an adult and doing the shit. And then you have fat faced Virginia Hill boy. I'm a fucking woo woo cowboy. You have four guys with like enough personal shit going around, in whether it's true or not, you you can have a legitimate six-month, year-long fucking four-way, you know, heated thing, money-drawing, ratings-drawing, fucking guys. And three of the the fucking guys can't fucking pull their shit together to do whatever the fuck the thing is. I don't know what's going on with MJF. CM Punk will do it, but he's going to gripe in all the wrong ways. Adam Page, 
you're lucky to be there. You are so fucking lucky to be there. And Moxley is just like, I don't know what's going on. It is, and then you got a guy who literally can't book a fucking flight. And it's the, it's the most disappointing fucking thing I've ever seen. And it's, and I'm just, it's like a myriad, it's a checklist of just dumb shit. Either when they're not imitating the WWE, when they're not allowing to do, the, when they're allowing people to do the same stupid indie bullshit that they did, you know, uh, in, like I said, in their little fucking hipster feder- federations, it's, you know, it's just incohesive bullshit. And the only person, the best part about this whole fucking thing, the only person, the only wrestler, that if you if you go back from the first show till now, the only fucking wrestler that from beginning to end has been protected, the only wrestler that's been protected and booked like a star and booked like to look strong and even booked to look good when he's losing is the one fucking guy that shouldn't even be on the fucking show. And that's... Orange Julius. Orange Cassidy is the most protected. He he, he literally, I, I'm sorry, but I, I you know what? It's, there's, a, there's a disagree, and then there's I think you're wrong. And I think you're flat out wrong that he even had five minutes with Wardlow after he won the title. He should have went in there and, and literally fucking powerbombed the little shoes off him, and that was it. And then kicked the shit out of the best friends, and then left without even, break, without even having to take off the belt. You have to oh, no, knock out big tattoo giants. Understand this. I agree that he should have been squashed. I just said the way they did it, they kept him in the match, made sense for the way they did it. But, but that's but the thing, though. Me, that's like it, saying... If it, the way that, that... Jumping ahead a little bit, the way that Braun Strowman came in on Raw is the way that and if they continue to do Braun the way they're supposed to do him, that's the way that Warlow supposed to be. Warlow shouldn't have no competitive matches for damn near five to six matches of defending that title. He shouldn't even been in a six-man tag with FTR. I get that they they trying to say, you know, the pinnacle shit, you know, connect the dot because they sided with uh, MJF or what have you. Okay, it is what it is. Make is they should be more focused on his singles shit. You feel me? And and and, and to the point what you saying like with CM Punk, because I ain't get a chance to say my piece. But I thought about what I said CM Punk. What was that? It, 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 when you were saying when, when it came to like CM Punk, he need to lighten up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's a fucking like dude. Yeah, it's to have a fucking beer. Seriously, like not it, everything it, is a big fucking. Because you know, to me, this is what got me during the, the the press conference. He kept going back to Scott Cole. He kept going back to it. Well, and, and 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 to me, it's kind of like okay. At the end of the day. I don't know if he thought about it. Maybe he was pissed. Um, uh, it's it, it's kind of like it overshadowed his match, him winning the title, him being for top draw. You feel where I'm coming from? It's kind of like everybody we know, CM Punk, you are the top draw. We get that. That's facts. It's it it it. 
trust me, you have been probably booked to be the top. And rightfully so, should have been booked to be the top draw. You know, period. Um, but at the end of the day, It's it, it like it kind of like this. You oh, it like this. You made your owner look like shit because to a certain extent, it kind of like I don't know if Jim Cornell will ever talk about it, but that why it, it like this. This is the reason for the listeners why I said Bill Watts would have slapped shit out of him. You're not gonna make me look weak in front of the press. One thing Vince would never. We just say whatever. About Vince, Vince will never look weak in front of the press at the expense of a wrestler. I no, really? you know what? Here's the thing: fuck Tony. He deserves it because he did it to himself. And and you know, here's the thing: when you're in charge, then you're in charge. Like I am trying to do several scenes, okay, and I want them a certain way. And I understand that unless somebody just gives me money to really do it the way I want, I I either have to wait. Or I have to make adjustments. And I am, when I run a scene, I'm doing things my way. So I know the shots I want. I want. I know the dialogue I want. I know the positions I want. I know the shots on the positions uh, that I want. Uh, you know, hell, if I want the fucking AC on during the scene, I'm running the show. I don't care if it's on in the background. You know, they, I, I don't give a shit if we're supposed to be fucking in a spaceship. Spaceships would have AC. Leave it on. So I don't give a shit. Uh, I work with a brilliant producer. uh, And, you know, his stage name is Mr. Nuts. This guy is is like the Obi-Wan. The the guy is fucking brilliant. He and I have this, like, just natural chemistry when we work together. Like, I don't know. Like, I've never had a bad scene when he fills my stuff. And I listen to everything he says. But, and he can give me advice when we're shooting. But I'm going to tell him. This is what I want. If you really think this is not possible, I am telling you what I want. If you know a way to get what I want a different way, then by all means. But if there's not, and I'm willing to be wrong, this is what I want. This is what we're doing. Uh, same thing with the girls. But I, I go out of my way when I set my naked outfit, when I do something, I want you to be comfortable. I will change my vision because I would rather you have you be into the, what we're doing when it gets to the meat of it and be comfortable because at the end of the day, when the fans are looking at your face and looking at the motion, you into it is what's going to sell it. Not, you know, it's not you trying to muscle through being hot or uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, and I'm welcoming again, you have input, you want to try something or you have limits or something. Tell me, we can take as many breaks as you want. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you what I want. And I can move it around a little bit, but you're giving me what I want because I'm the one calling the shots fucking today. And there are days, and I've shot scenes where it's like, I don't want to be in this room. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to fuck on this. I don't want to be on this. I don't want to wait another hour. And guess what? I wasn't the one in charge. My job was to get hard and do the thing. And every fucking time, that's what I did because I wasn't in charge. And then when I'm in charge... I say, this is what I want. And again, if it comes out looking like shit, I will take the blame. But I'm fucking running the show. Mm-hmm. And Tony, I'm sorry. You're, you're a fucking little puss. 
and you need to fucking man up because you are dealing with talent, you're dealing with pro wrestlers, you're dealing with a multi-million dollar company that you created, and you know the 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 fucking bullshit. I get, and I'm willing. I did not doubt in my mind if you just look at them that the Bucks and Omega are doing little passive aggressive shit and being snarky because they're not getting the 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 because the thing like I said the world moves on they're not getting the 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 hands the 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 hand the high fives and the back slaps and the praise for starting AEW that's why they keep remembering hey we started this company good now what now what the fuck you know they're mad because you know things evolve and move on and they haven't done anything to get back in the forefront it's like they're like people that call themselves advocates you see that a lot in the porn industry I'm an advocate for women I'm an advocate for BBWs, I'm an advocate for mental health. And and whenever anybody says they're an advocate, what immediately pops into my mind is it's really not about whatever you're advocating. It's about you getting praise and attention and getting patted on the back and being in and, and good image. Like, oh, not only does she do this or he do this, but he's an advocate for this. But guess what? I have mental health. I've had all kinds of shit. And I'm always, I've said it all the time. If, you know, I, you know, I don't have to know you. You want to DM me and you need somebody to talk to or if I can help you find help. I know what it's like to not be on meds or, or to be suicidal or whatever. And I want to help because I've survived this long so I can help in some way. And if ever, if ever the industry or anybody wants to go, we want to give you an award and hold a ceremony and, and, and give you the key to the city. I would say, I'll tell you what, I got a better idea. You now I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you this. Now, do you think because of what happened, Eddie Kingston did throw hands? Is it gonna be in suspensions or fines handed out? I mean, they claim they suspended people, but they're not gonna. Again, you're getting people. Back oh, so they say they suspended people. Yeah, but they probably suspended people. But you know, who gives a shit? Um, you already again. That's the other problem with both companies. Anything organic, anything that genuinely creates from the fans, they have to stifle because everything now has to be written. Every because even Adam Page, like his shit has been written for him so many times that when he tried to go off script, he fucking fell on the flat of his fucking ass. So and no, like, and, no, and, and, and what's so crazy about this, right? Like I said again, because 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 I think we. Were- this point too. Now, because of what CM Punk did, and I understand that MJF came back. If he was smart, actually, the money matches <laughs> that second match with CM Punk and Adam Page. Because of that beef, uh, it. I mean, because it, it like put it this way. I mean, when you think about the old school, because the news and guy out there about this, and if these people can. And work together, they could really take this to the next level, man. Well, to to where because come in, we we talked about um, Chris Benoit and uh, Kevin Sullivan. I remember the night that Chris Benoit lost his tooth. <laughs> I remember that match. <laughs> I knew it was something a little bit stiff about that match. I on front. Yeah, y'all need to go on YouTube and look at the match. I don't know from what pay per view it's from, but WCW Chris Benoit versus uh, Kevin Sullivan. 
I mean, I understand what Benoit did. I get that, but still just watch because that is an example of doing business and it's personal between y'all. So, no, but well, I, go ahead. Now, to finish my point was, like, these companies have gotten so obsessed with writing every little fucking thing and scripting out every little match and all their little moves so they could show how great they are. When anything organic comes through, like a uh, like a fucking Eddie Kingston, or you know, uh, it's a throwback. I don't know what organic. Uh, oh, actually, Kofi Kingston's title run. Anything organic, anything where the fans are like, we we just we want this, and this is something they can't handle it. So they rather than doing what you're supposed to do and make money and get ratings and so on, they rather squash it or whatever. Like I wouldn't let. Jericho near. From now on, Jericho should only wrestle either old WWE talent or like already. He he is not the Terry Funk. He is the anti-Terry Funk. Everybody he touches, he unmakes. Terry Funk could have a match with a fucking you know with uh, the Terry Shivo. He could have a match with Terry Shivo, and Terry Shivo in six months would be headlining the Garden. Okay, because you know in a fucking who wakes up first match because. Fucking Terry Funk was that fucking good. Uh, and no, well, you're right in the sense that they have this organic thing between four guys. They're not going to be able to because they don't have a leader to, to, to put them all in the room and go, you're all fucking grown men. You're all supposed to be fucking grown men who know their profession. And what you're going to do is, because I am your boss, you are going to go out there. And you're going to fucking cut promos and you're going to go out there and you're going to take care of each other in the ring. And when you get back in behind the curtain, you're going to fucking behave because you're fucking men. And if you can't do it, I will fire all of you, including Punk. Punk, you need to look Punk in the face and go, hey, I don't give a shit if you gave me my first million dollar house. I will fire you. That's it. That is that is the thing. Like, again, when you're in charge, you are fucking in charge and you have to like, you know, what Jared Jared did. You have the potential for something really awesome. But the problem is you have two guys that could do it. And then you have, you know, we don't know what's going on with uh, MJF. If that was a whole fucking stage or what the deal was that. So that's a wild card in a set. But you're, you literally just surrounded him. You took beautiful beachfront property and it, you surrounded yeah, it. Kinda, with, it, with, it with, yeah, they, they fucked it. No, they, no, what they're going to do is they're going to do... And here's the they thing. I don't, want to see, I don't want to see Adam Page and CM Punk fucking wrestle anymore. I don't want to see Adam Page on TV at all. Because Adam Page, whatever the fuck it is, he's not going to be able to keep up with Punk and promo because now Punk really doesn't like him. And his matches, like, again, eh. So he's not going to be... No, man, it, 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 oh, I mean, we already know that... Um, that it ain't going to happen. Um... But like but I said, that trust me. That's why he doesn't deserve the spots. I guarantee you, if you if you calm Punk down, Punk can go out there and do the thing because you make money. And again, Punk's professional enough to make sure to to not let Paige get hurt. Paige doesn't yeah. handle the spot. Uh, like I said, Moxley. Because 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 all it takes is one night, one match. They yeah. can have it on uh, Dynamite. Because the other thing we do rematches. So guess what? You just took care of Paige right there with his rematch. 
little skirmish that went down. You know, you gave the people what they want. Guaranteed, you're going to get a million dollars, a million dollars, a uh, a million viewers for that night for Dynamite. But you're going to want to see. No, the problem is, yeah, you're going to get viewers, but then you you got to. Because here's the problem: you have all these, you know, you got Malachi, but he's claiming it's not. It's not that he's unhappy, whatever. You got no Malachi won't take his ass back to WWE. He wouldn't well, be over there with with well, Triple here's H. The funny thing. If I, I'll say this, uh, I would give Malachi his release, and I would have him sign something because lawyers can make a contract for anything. Saying you're telling me that you have a personal issue, you need to take time off, and you're not going to the WWE. I would make him say that. And if you, and then I would have him sign a piece of paper. And if you're gonna go, I would basically put a year limit on it. Like if you're gonna go and, yeah. straight, and straighten out your life, fine. If I find out that like I let you, I release you on Monday, and I find out you sign with them on Wednesday, I am going to sue the accent off your wife. I am literally going to own her heritage. I am going to own her grandparents. Because I will not, I will never allow you to know peace because I will continuously find a way to sue you. But the thing is, you have all this turmoil and you have no talent. You, you either have talent that can't step up to the task or be professional enough to capitalize on it. And you can't, uh, and, you got, because, and you got a guy that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Because if you, if you look at it, the potential for the tag division and even the six-man oh, tag division is there. They 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 clicked up and the people that they have. It's just, but but the problem is, like I say, it goes back to like you say, it's the booking. Good booking. Good booking. I love the acclaim, but they didn't deserve a, a tag title shot um, because you and, he, and somehow Tony Khan claimed they're the winningest tag team. By what? What in opposite world? You fucking frizzy haired Adderall written jerk off. Okay. Like what? Okay, then, this is the argument I'm going to bring to you. All right. Yeah, people, y'all really going to enjoy this episode. Now, with Mid-Atlantic, remember, Jim Crockett, they had, what was it, NWA Pro, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, World Wrestling, World Championship Wrestling. So they had these, these four shows. Okay. They had matches on them, which in turn they counted. Now, the question that I ask is why is it that then if there was something that happened on NWA Pro, it counted. So when we did see at WCW, let's say at World Championship Wrestling, the Midnight Express Put the title against, let's say, the the cat, the the Jayhawks, because the Jayhawks we saw on the on, on NWA Pro and Mid Atlantic and all that, they don't won against top tag teams. Well, you feel what I'm coming from? Well, I know. It, I know. Good. So with the equivalent of what you got, and you got dark, and, and well, where I put Rampage, would you say Elevation Dark? Because Rampage is on a major TV show. To a certain extent, the acclaim got a lot of their wins on those shows. So 
would that not constitute them to get a title shot? Well, here's the fucking problem. Go ahead. Uh, no, pretty much everybody watches Dynamite. I watched I watch Rampage because I have a show. I, at this point, I would stop watching Rampage if, if we stopped doing the show. No, I'm seriously. You have one hour show, and I'm tired of you. Like again, it's like you, you I, like you're pushing these fucking talentless, fucking uninvolving fucks all the time, and you're doing all this pointless shit that goes nowhere. That's the other thing. All the shit goes nowhere, and it's an hour, and so on and so forth. So why am I gonna watch it? Um, here's the problem. Uh, Shaska Wadley, Pistol Pez Wadley, attacked Boogie Woogie Man and cut off his thing and turned heel and went off on a thing. And then Boogie Woogie Man came out completely out of character and cut a promo. And that was on a B show, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason, now here's the best part. I, if you weren't, if you didn't have cable in the 80s or if you weren't, whatever, whatever NW show, NWA show. You watch, regardless of your schedule, regardless of how into wrestling you were, you saw that fucking clip. And you saw the fucking aftermath promos from from Pez. They made, and, yeah, and, I got but you. No, well, let Go me ahead. finish my thought. And, and the fucking Valiant. And you saw them on all the shows. So yes. even if it happened on the less popular show, even if it happened on the show that like, hey, we need a show... Uh, so we got to pay for the we got to pay for the fucking uh, the Xerox machine. We got a show over here in the fucking knitting channel. They and something happened. And here's the best part: on all these shows, something usually big would happen, or they would highlight. Oh, we're gonna push, we're gonna push Bobby and Billy, and they get a win. We're gonna show like thirty seconds of them getting a decisive win. I don't give a fuck. You know what? I don't give a fuck if. If if he is if, if if Tony Khan resurrected Marilyn Monroe, and he's fucking her so good that the, that her orgasms, the squirt from her orgasms is falling on the McDonald's children with their bald, sad, pathetic heads and bringing curing cancer. Tony is just not only has he defied the laws of God and nature, but he is just fucking failing. boom, fucking brown balls into white asshole, just just curing cancer, and she. To the point where, like, dolphins are doing tricks in the ocean. Okay, it, if I don't fucking see it, it's not important. You're telling me it's not important, and how the fuck am I supposed to know? Because even YouTube. Yeah, because I, it like this. I would think right now. He doesn't know what he's doing. That's the fucking problem. The guy can't tell a fucking story. It, but because he, it, he wrote, it, 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 because even to, and I'm glad you brought up that point. Because it showed you attack Dusty. I saw it on Worldwide. It said, yeah, uh, on Mid-Atlantic, they show you what happened on Mid-Atlantic between Tully and Dusty. And Tully just got them, the busted Dusty open out this motherfucker. Then Dusty come on the show and discusses it. God damn it, tell Telling you, I'm gonna t- tell you from behind the back, boy. I just tell you, Daddy, I'm gonna show you when I get you in the ring, Daddy. I'm gonna take this boot and put it across your head, Daddy. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna get it funky like a monkey, Daddy. We gonna get it, kid. We gonna get it cracking, Daddy. That nigga, you touch, you touch the TV, Daddy. Again, I'm telling you. And again, not claiming that I could actually. You know what? At this point, yes, I do. I, you know what? 
I could do a better job of booking AEW. And two things. One, you say tag division, and it's very adorable that you still – if I drove to South Carolina and we took our – and I pulled up into your driveway and I took my balls out, you took your balls out, and we touched – our balls together. That is a more competitive tag division than anything in AEW in the last like eight months. Okay. Yeah. All right. Our 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 fucking Ebony and Ivory coming together in unison like a black cook like a black and white cookie is a more competitive tag division. That was a Potter tag in any of these matches. What I would do uh, was I would take Rampage and and literally walk into the locker room of Rampage and go, all of you, stop. Every last one of you, stop. And I would take the one hour you're given, and I would do what all the old shows used to do. I would take two good matches. I go and, and matches, by the way, where either competitive guys are furthering an issue, or uh, or you know, get a fucking glorified job match. Like Pizza Uno should fucking get uh, a fucking pay union dues to to the porn union because he should be on his back more. Than, Ange- than Angela White at AVN, uh, you know. And then for the remainder of the show, I would either be doing, uh, I would be airing clips of either guys I'm about to push, decisive wins. I would be pushing uh, stuff that happened of importance on Dynamite uh, or anything on these other fucking 57 shows that you claim to have. And last but never least, actual promos. Actual fucking promos where they're not getting interrupted in the first sentence. And if you're not going to let Tony Schiavone, who is completely useless, uh, actually interview somebody, then you need to get somebody that could actually hold the microphone. And that's the thing. A person holding the microphone to the person and let them cut a promo and let them get themselves over. So instead of having this hodgepodge of horse shit that you think is this action-packed hour, that really, I, I have fucked... I mean, I, I have fucked actual ditches that were tighter than than this than this rampage show, and I would have two good matches, and then it would be a series of highlights of everything that you're trying to cover, or you're about to build up, and I would let your talent talk, like give them reasons to do interviews, give them, you know, let them talk, you know, and don't write scripts for them. For the ones that you have to, yeah, the rest go out there, hear your bullet points, go, go, go. Because not a one could fucking cut a promo. Jane Cargill, Tony, cut the shit. Bad bitches. It's like, you know what? It's like, here's a question I got for Jane Cargill. How are you black and you got a tighter white man walk than I do and I'm a 45-year-old man? <laughs> I didn't know Gucci. I didn't know Gucci made a stick that you could shove up your ass. But apparently they do. Because let me tell you something. There's more jiggle jiggle in my wiggle wiggle when I fucking walk. Oh my god. You, 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 you walk like a Republican that just saw a woman use her civil liberties. You have you are so fucking stiff just standing there. And in you know, and, and or the uh, the two point oh yeah. or the five seven eight or whatever the fuck their name is, pumpkin head and uh and uh shaving two bits. Like these guys one literally looks like he's he's he literally looks he he looks like a pumpkin, but he literally looks like he's cl- clenching his ass muscles to keep the butt plug made of coke in his ass. And the other one, I'm but here's the funny thing: at least at least when Pumpkinhead is on the TV, 
he he's capturing my attention. The other one, it's like, hey, shave in two bits. Uh, hey, he got a title shot. That was which you know something. Well, they narrow it down. Like which title? My title? Your title? Uh, uh, I think it was the pure title. I think he got a shot at. But speaking about that, all right, let's talk about this this fifteen match all out. Now, I'm not going to go match for match, what have you. We're we going to scud over the stuff that because I don't think you saw it and I ain't see it. So we well, just going to sc- uh, I do want to mention one thing on the match. And again, this goes to Tony Khan's stupidity of booking. You, you took a guy that never mattered before. His biggest angle was that he banged girlfriend. Okay, dude. Uh, all right. You know, uh, penicillin is your friend. Um, and then nothing. And then all of a sudden, after Pac beats two guys, Malachi Black and, and Miro, uh, you know, the, the unknown comedian's bastard child is haunting him. And then he does one thing where he helps it costs him a match. So they have the title match that in no way did Kip Sabian ever earn. I'm actually more warranted for a title shot. He loses. So what the fuck was seriously Tony Khan? If he were a writer, there's new. I, Stephen King came out with a new book today. I'm all excited. Uh, if he was, if he wrote like, if he was Stephen King, this stupid motherfucker that Tony Khan is, you you would start The Shining, but you wouldn't get the ending until he wrote Misery, because that's the way he fucking thinks. It's like, wait a minute, what? It's like, what do you like? You you start Misery, and all of a sudden there's a little kid running from a bird to the hotel. What is this? You know, then you start just shining and all of a sudden a car drives by and it kills a bunch of people. Like there's no rhyme or reason. It, it's so, it's even if the match was amazing, how you got there, it's so just random. People joke about it. Uh, that like, oh, he's on Adderall. He's on Coke. Let me tell you something. I take Adderall. I take it because I actually need it. But I also, I've done meth. I like Coke. Coke is my favorite drug. Uh, but you know what? I still maintain, it helps you focus and maintain a train of thought. Tony just has no talent and no ability to tell any kind of story. And there's nobody there with the balls that go, no. Or that makes no sense. No sense. And even if it kept one, again, what does it mean now? Like, like it, it's, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think, I think, I'm sorry. Because, the, the match that, okay, I saw 15 matches. I figured it was going to be some squash matches here and there. Squash match I wasn't expecting was Hob and uh, Ricky Starks. Oh, yeah, because they were um, a good match. Now, am I mad that Hobbs do I feel they should have had a better match? Like I said, I haven't seen this yet. I haven't seen it. And a longer match, yeah, you know, because also you're trying to put over Ricky because it's kind of like it's it, to me, just the 15 matches, a lot of matches was not needed for all out. You know, what happened with Lucy Soros and, and Jungle Boy, that, that situation, they, they could have did down dynamite. You know, um, again, that goes back to like, and I called it on the show. I was like, he can't be that. It is. It's it's like, it's, it was so fucking stupid. I'm like, why did you have him turn at the paper? 
you and it's because you know why because in his head he thought he's being clever and quick and and he's now getting a reputation that it's so bad like i remember one time uh, m Shyamalan. uh i remember when the village came out and i fell asleep in the middle of it just not because of the movie i just fell asleep and i woke up and i woke up kind of that, that weird half awake half asleep thing and the movie was still going and i'm looking at him going oh my god they're like they're like living in modern times but pretending to be a village or whatever and i remember thinking to myself before i fell back asleep I'm like no nah, i couldn't be that fucking dumb i woke up the next morning whatever blah blah, blah later in the day uh, started the movie where i left it off sure enough oh the fucking horrible ending that I thought that nobody could think of when I was half asleep. I figured it out when I was half asleep. I probably was on something, too, to be fair. But I was like, I figured out the ending. I'm like, nah, I couldn't be. Nobody would be that dumb to write that ending. Ta-da! So he is the M. Shyamalan ding-dong of fucking uh, of wrestling. And it's, again, still rooting for Tony Khan to succeed. Because as a wrestling fan, I would like, oh, I don't know, some fucking wrestling. And, and this, and, you know, and he, he, his mind is in some kind of place. Uh, I think it's near in the neighborhood of the right place. But again, the logic of, of all this shit. And everybody. It was like, like, we talked about that, how they got to. The main event to begin with, um, with Punk with, with Punk winning, uh, even with the MJF return, it, it's kind of like, and that's the other it, thing. It, it, Sorry, it, go ahead. It, it, no, it's this. I look at it. Like I said again, things that I felt certain matches shouldn't have been on the show. To me, you, they could have went with probably eight matches. Total. Um, because one, you had all those matches on the pre-show to begin with, which you didn't necessarily need to do. You feel me? Um, when it comes to, like I said, the main event, no surprise there. Um, me personally, I don't think MJF should be in the title picture just yet. Because one, you're gonna have MJF challenge for the belt and lose. Well, here's the funny thing, Con, uh, Bobby. Uh, you're an intelligent man, so you just because he won the thing, the stupid again. Oh, the we'll just call it money in the bank because that's basically what a fucking is. Um, he doesn't have to because because. He doesn't have to cash it in right away, and you have two guys. Now, again, I and and part of this is enraging me, is because I am a writer, and 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 all of this is so. And again, the only reason why he's making it TV because he owns everything. You have two guys that could chase Punk and haunt his dreams, and keep him busy. You have an unresolved that that's Moxley and Fat Face Pout Boy, Cabbage Patch, Virginia Hill Boy. And none of them. And then you have MJF, who just he has unfinished business with Wardlow, or just give him a microphone. He'll piss somebody off. But also another example of his shit poor writing. You allowed one of the hottest things to go cold, 
and then you brought him back and even like he wasn't cold enough so you put him in the freezer and now again you're putting him with a manager that was like a manager for five minutes in nxt but he's he was in nxt so like the tattoo giant he has to be a big deal and again all of a sudden Went from being a smarmy lawyer that could talk or a smarmy manager that could talk. He's now the angry pygmy from Trilogy of Terror. And uh, you're surrounding him with people that, again, Moriarty, fucking uh, one half of the uh, the Goombas from the WWE. Uh, Ethan Page, who apparently you just said, fuck you. And I think somebody else. So you're going to surround the star that does not need to talk that could have a 10-minute match in the opening of a card and, and basically have everybody and their grandmother talking about it uh, all night I, long. I got, I got to ask you this. I got to ask you this. Has there ever been a time when MJF was not in the clique or attached to somebody? But that's – yeah, no, you're right about – yeah, no, he's always had some – but that's the thing, though. The, even when he was in a – but that's the other thing. But even when he was in a clique, it wasn't even really a clique. When you look at – what the pinnacle was and what it wasn't. That's the thing. All these little groups don't mean a fucking thing because they don't do anything. It's just this week. Again, it's, there's no rhyme or reason to anything. So anything can happen. But the problem is when it does happen, I give a shit because it's, you know, it's, and, and, and the funny thing is, the other really upsetting thing is, is that you've had wrestlers that were hungry, that wanted the sh- chance, that, that didn't want to go to WWE for one reason or another, or couldn't get to the WWE for one reason or another. You had a bunch of people that were already stars, that had the potential to help make other stars, and they just wanted someplace else to work with a comparable living and be happy. That was the main thing when people were leaving and again, you, you realize how, how much of a shitty boss you have to be when you're paying people high six figures to seven figures and they're still willing to go, you know what? Fuck it. I'd rather be home. And you had all that goodwill. You had you had just you had all these wrestlers going in there going, we want to be here. This is amazing. And you just allowed it to rot and just turn into this. And I put all that blame on the feet of Tony Khan. Because there was no, there was no method, there was no management system. You didn't really hire anybody, and you didn't want to like confront people, and you want to be everybody's little buddy and have pictures taken of you hugging people. If you're going to crowd your roster with people that could be in the main event, well, now you have to keep a bunch of main eventers fucking happy when they're not in the main of fucking events, and you've charged an active tag team with being in charge of your tag division, and so on and so forth, and so you know. And here's a, I don't know, it's just, it's all, this is all at the feet of Tony Khan. It's all at the feet of Tony Khan because you have allowed this to happen. You have allowed this to, to you know, to come to fruition. And and uh, if I were the guy uh, that was going to be in charge of everything once this merger is done, and, you know, I, I would hope I'd be a, a, a slightly less asshole than what, because this guy. Oh, no, Trust me, they they're good. AW good. No, no. Well, he, well the point I was gonna because this guy wants to get rid of all the television. That's why this guy shouldn't be in charge of anything because he wants to t- take away HBO Max and get rid of basically television. But he he works in television. 
I would once the merger and I was a guy, like I'm the guy, I would pull Tony in and I go, here's the thing. I want a wrestling program. I want a couple of wrestling programs. What you're giving me is not a wrestling program. You're gonna go home and within and within a year, you have one year starting this moment. You're gonna bring me a television. You're gonna bring me a wrestling program, or you will not be the one bringing it to me. I will find somebody to bring me a wrestling program. I will cancel your show. I will start my own, and then I will hire everybody that I, you know, because that's the thing. Tony needs to be told by somebody like, hey, if you can't straighten yeah. this shit out and give us two, at least one show that's coherent and draws ratings, uh, we're gonna have to let you go. Because I got to be honest, yeah, I, 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 you know, Impact is still just doing their thing, and it, but it seems like everything I see, their show has a beginning, middle, and end, and it's all, you know, it's not perfect, but it's, and it's actually pretty good. And I'm it's not gonna lie, I, I would say, look, I'm now the head of this huge thing. I run the show. I could buy Impact tomorrow. Don't make me buy fucking Impact. Now, speaking about other promotions, now we got to move on to what we probably did. I think you had a chance to look at it. I watched it. Now we move on to the other shit. <laughs> WWE. And um, you saw Class of the Castle. I think you, you had a chance to take a look at it. I mean, I did, but I couldn't. I mean, again, their product is just... It's 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 more coherent than, than AEW, but it's, it's a collection of... Why do I give it, a fuck about these people? It, it, I'm telling you, it pains me to say this, people. That classic castle to me, you know, like I said, I haven't seen. So for you AEW people, I'm an AEW guy. Seems like to me, classic castle was a better pay per view. Oh, here's the thing: you can't knock it out of the park. I'm not asking for the impossible. You can't knock it out of the park every. There're gonna be times. Where the WWE is on a hot streak, and there's going to be times where w, where AEW is going to be on a hot streak. Yeah. Oh, look, it's like it's like college ball. It's like depending on the program, we just the Georgia Bulldogs just won a national title, and whether we won the national title or not, we had this defense that was mythical, and it had the, I mean, the, it was like this unit. It was like the best defense, and the attitude that they all had, and the rhetoric they had. If any NFL team, I think if it was a legal thing to do, any NFL team would have went, we're going to give up all our draft picks. Just give us the entire eligible Georgia front uh, defensive line because that's how solid in, like, one mind that they were. But Georgia, thankfully, with Kirby Smart, was able to plan for the fact that, like, okay, like, these guys are going to be circling out either from graduation or just the NFL. Uh a perfect example, Auburn. Auburn builds up their team. They have a year where they're just like, you can't kill them with a gun. And then they get picked apart by the NFL. The next year, you and I drunk on a bet with no shoes on, blindfolded, could beat Auburn. But then they slowly get better. So what happens is you're going to what, – what a real wrestling fan wants and what you guys don't realize is what you want is you want two good companies, and the wrestlers are going to go back and forth. Back and forth. Uh, fucking McIntyre should ask this for release and go to AEW. I guess, I mean, you know, it's going to whatever. But it's still, it would be a chance to, like, rehab. 
but guys are going to move back and forth when they don't get their way or when they want to, you know, refresh or do something different. And there are going to be moments where AEW is better or they have the hotter pay-per-view because it's, it's just that's the way it used to be. Um, but the problem is AEW is just, I, I, my, at least for me, I cannot turn my brain off. Your way of getting, the way you got to whatever the fuck this is supposed to be literally made like it, it, there was no logic applied you just whatever you just kind of threw a bunch of shit at a wall and, and said it was uh the mona lisa wwe has a bunch of people i don't fucking care about and i'm tired of the the overly elaborate entrances and how everyone's got to do a tennessee two-step when they get in the ring and i hate and also the announcing across the board with the exception of ring of honor all of you really should not have a job tomorrow Sorry, but because see, because see, um, the pay per view, like I said, um, the best match was Walter and Sheamus. Um, it was what I thought it was going to be. It was the best match on the whole show. Um, no surprise of who actually won the matches for the most part. Um. The surprise match that was good was the Shayna Baszler, and I enjoyed watching that match with her. That was that was pretty good. And of course, the main event because I the rest of the the rest of it with the uh, yeah. What was it? Uh, Seth. Before I even get the main event, Seth Rollins and uh, what's his face? Um, Matt Riddle. That was that was pretty decent. That was pretty decent. Um, and then of course I think the turn of Dominic. Um, a he attacked his father in Edge, and um. We'll get to that in a minute because I got the actual opinion on that shit. But uh, the thing that, that I, I came away with with this pay per view because I mean, we we don't review each of the matches. We're not gonna go because y'all get that of a, what we call it. I just announced what they were. What we you know what I'm saying on a whole, you get my point. On a whole, it was a pretty decent pay per view. No surprises. Um, I don't get what the hell the singer was at the end of it, but it is what it is. Uh, Tyson, I mean, Austin Theory looked like a complete gump again. And, um, okay, I'm like this. Okay. Did so Cole interfering in the match and adding now a fourth bloodline member, is this going to somewhat freshen up Roman's reign? Because it's kind of getting how can I put this? When is it too long for someone to have a title? I mean, it it, it really depends. The longer the reign, depending on how it's laid out, the more important it makes the title. Raymond Roman is doing, last time I saw, still doing good shit. But 
you again, it comes down to like you know, stale. Well, no, it's not stale. It's not his fault. It's stale. The problem is like Ric Flair was champion for multiple years. Hulk Hogan was champion for four years, um, and it's a matter of how much you let him be on TV. And again, it comes down to booking. AW, it's just. It's just, there's no logic. It's just, it's literally just, again, throw shit at the wall. WWE, it's just, it Vince's constant fear that somebody will get one over on him or he might have to, like, answer to somebody that make it, make it in money. So they book everybody to look like a, your fucking asshole brother-in-law. And like, McIntyre is a perfect example. Like, he can't, t- he, like, he can't take a belt. I, I wouldn't let this guy park my car now. Cause you you know and with this fucking sword you like again look look at this look at look, look at this fucking jerk off uh, you got Seamus been there forever I never was into Seamus but Seamus is there uh, all right you're gonna you're not gonna have him beat anybody like you know um, uh, let's see the fucking guy might as well be English quite frankly oh, and, and, and to add to that I like the fact that they put Imperium back together uh, yeah you know all right. But um, I mean, it's a—they're all family uh, as far as the new guy joining. I don't know why uh, uh, Uso's wife isn't involved. There's one that I, you know, I'm surprised, you know. But I'm saying, it, it, yeah, I would think. <laughs> but but here's the thing: as far as Roman goes, they had the one guy that could have taken the belt off him. But I don't know if it was a already aggravated injury. Because you know he hadn't been wrestling that much, but uh, with Cody, Cody yeah. but but the thing is, you brought him in off of the AEW thing, and I don't know in the WWE style, it's just it's a shit style because it's it's prone to making people injured, uh, and maybe the WWE needs to rethink their ring construction. But with um, with Roman. You have no viable contenders to take the belt off him, and besides Brock, and again, uh, you know, which interesting because is is it going to throw Brock into the fray for the title? That Braun Brock or Brock? No, Braun. Excuse me, my bad, Braun. Because well, well, I was thinking with Braun because um, Braun is back. So okay, he, yeah. oh, oh, he oh, really? Oh, well, now hold on a second. I got to go jerk off because my life is complete now. Because the the the, the fucking douchebag uh, big man that didn't want to get it. No, fuck Braun Strowman. Fuck him because one taking the cheap shot of people, uh, especially wrestlers that during a pandemic when you never earned a fucking thing, you basically. Or a genetic freak, you were like a lot of these guys now that that WWE encouraged to come into wrestling. You were doing something that had a major shelf life and one hell of a of a of a salary cap. You're a powerlifter, strong man, and you didn't want to go and get a real job. You didn't want to go work construction. You didn't want to sit behind a desk and sell boat insurance. You didn't want to go back to school and get a degree. I'm a wrestler now, and. You know, with your big ass, and then you're going to act like a fucking asshole when other people who are living hand to mouth or at least earning their dinner uh, and paying their dues, and you're going to be a dick. And then 
you fire and then this whole control your first of all even if they would have gotten the show control your narrative is not a name for a wrestling company you're not in charge of anything just, just stand there and be big this guy never no he's a fucking side of beef he's personally he's a fucking and also as a human being he's an idiot because i remember seeing something where this guy has an app where he could literally pin places where he takes a shit so this is not an Algonquin Roundtable charter member. And I guess since you brought this dumb fuck back, he could, you know. But again, it's how are you going to book him? Are you able to? Uh, and with, uh, and with, uh, and with, uh, you know, again, every all these guys that they had, Bobby Lashley, like, they just book everybody to shit. Because- I mean, because you like this, for example. I, of course, they're now pushing Owens, so I smell Owens is probably the next one to possibly challenge. So now we now, now he's going back through the guys that he has beat because you still because Karen Cross. I don't think they're going to put him against Karen. Not not yet. Um, then you have. Yeah, because I mean, cause here's the other part of it. At some point, Dummy got the cash in the damn shit. He got the cash in. Uh, Theory has the cash in. Uh, I mean, you can't. And, and, you and can't they're going to get in unsuccessfully. Well, no. Well, that's just, again. Here's a kid with all the potential in the world, and you can't help. I mean. Like I'm, I'm waiting for the WWE to send him to my house so I can make him a sandwich, and then when he thanks me and takes the plate, I can smack it out of his hand and make him clean it up because you can't help. He can't. That's the thing. You, you book the one guy to look like a million dollars, so he's the guy. But the logic of we need to build another guy to look like a million dollars to beat the guy that we made look like a million dollars seems to be escaping them. And there's not one fucking person on that roster. And I know people are going to say cross or there people are going to say, uh, fucking, well, uh, uh, they need to do it tomorrow because while they're still riding the high of, uh, their back, Cody could have matches and build to beating Roman, uh, cross. I've never really, other than a cool intro and a cool look, I have yet to see his ability to, to carry, uh, like anything, and Braun, Braun, no, 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 Braun, no. Braun, Braun could go fuck himself in Macy's window. I don't give two shits about Braun. Your name is dumb, and you're basically just a side of beef. When I look at you, I go, "Oh, big, big muscle boy didn't want to go get a nine to five. Oh, you know, Eddie- no, but I, but but Karen, I can see Karen cross the champ because I it. Like I said before, it's kind of like on some Goldberg type shit. Not necessarily he is quick. It's not he has some comparative matches or what have you. Because of the way that he wrestles, plus he gives great fucking promos. I like his promos, so I can see him as champ. Braun Strowman. I still don't understand why they gave him the belt, but. I didn't think he had that bad of a title reign 
but I don't think he is one that should have a long title reign. He's more of a transitional champ, in my my opinion. Because I can't imagine me having to listen to Braun do promos also, week after Braun, week. Braun is not a wrestler. He's not even a star. There's no. He has no career. Basically, he's that. It's literally the WWE. No, he's a WWE. He's a WWE archetype. He's just large. He has no charisma. He has no star power. When they fired him, it didn't mean anything. What did he do once he was fired? He went home. And he and he and he with other guys that no one gave a shit about, we're gonna start the worst name wrestling program ever that literally amounted to nothing. And now he's back. You wanna put the belt on him. Go right ahead. Waste everything you built on this fucking idiot because one, he won't appreciate it. Two, he won't be able to do anything with it. I can't, like, Braun Strowman, if you want to keep him on salary, I'd be like, I'm going to bring you out once or twice a year so people can go, ooh, he's big. Because ironically, and this is a thing, and it's not just a, it's a more of a woman thing. um, I'm unfortunately going to have to throw women under the bus on this one. But it's a, as a whole, though, it's a societal American thing. I just recently kind of got turned down for a job because I'm not 6'2". I could do the job and everything else. I'm just not 6'2". I'm short. Uh, America has this obsession with height. And I personally, I think it's moronic. And I, but at the same time, I find it fascinating because if I said anything about any wrestler's body or even anyone out there, or if I go to a porn company and go, I don't want to work with big girls anymore, or I, nobody, nobody with a tit smaller than a C – or I don't fuck uh, girls with big asses, or I don't want any brown girls. Body shaming, racist, oh my God, yada, yada, yada. But it, depending on the situation and whatever, you can mock somebody for their height. The one thing, I'm sorry, if you're a fat person, there's enough science and enough knowledge out there to make you diminutive. Um, it's not so much a choice. I know some people have bigger issues than others, but there's a way to get you down. If you're short, you're done, and that's it. If you're too tall, again, thanks for coming, you're done. That is Braun Strowman's entire thing. He's a big, dumb, fucking sack of meat. That is it. That is his only thing. And it's going to take some very creative booking, and, and, and he's going to have to carry some of that to make it work. I give a fuck. I genuinely could. I mean, it was like you told me that you bought me shoelaces. Oh, it's Braun Strowman's back. Hey, Billy, I bought you shoelaces. I'm going to mail them to you tomorrow. Well, thank you, Bobby. I appreciate that. Uh, and, and, and honestly, I'd be a little more excited about the shoelaces because my fucking cats keep chewing them. So now it's like, well, the shoelaces are going to be useful. The shoelaces are going to get over. Uh, I don't give a shit. And the same thing with Cross. I'm sorry. You know, the entrance always kind of resonated. Like, the, it was a nice entrance, and the guy wasn't bad in the ring. But I really, with the matches I've seen, I haven't seen anything to warrant. There's not a guy in the WWE besides Cody that I could think of that should put Roman's shoulders to the mat. Because, and besides Seth Rollins, that's the only one that if you could have him beat anybody, it'd probably be... Which, yeah. which of course, they are going to continue him and Rad- uh, Matt Riddle's um, feud. Because Matt Riddle asked for and, a match I don't feel bad last night. He said no, but we know how that works. None and of your belts, none of your belts mean a fucking thing either, besides your world title, and that's only for the time being. 
and you have no stars or nobody of any that's that's the thing that I was trying to that was losing my mind over earlier whether I whether I like it him or not if I never watched wrestling or if I brought somebody in that didn't know anything about wrestling and I show them a bunch of shows the only person like if I showed them AEW shows the only show that consistently comes off like a star or like wow that's somebody uh you know asterisk beside punk is Orange, Orange Julius. Why? Because that's how he's booked, and every he's allowed to mock and, and just be above. You know, he makes everybody look like a horse's ass, and he has been protected more than any other wrestler, and, and yet has done somehow magically less for the product than everybody else. But he's he, like, I look. I can honestly say, one of your biggest stars I, 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 is Orange Cassidy. See, see, you were going on a tangent. No, no, I'm not going to go on a tangent. I'm making the point. No, no, no. I know the point, but here's the thought process. Because I, because there's an argument that a lot of people say that way with him. And one of the things that we always did, that I always hear the old timers said, they did less to get over. If other than MJF, Orange, <laughs> I'm about to say Orange Julius, Orange Cash, he may not have the most fiery promo. But he evokes emotion and attention. It's not, I, I'm not talking I'm not that's you see you're missing my point. I'm not talking about I don't give a fuck about his promo. I don't give a fuck if the guy dies tomorrow or he mm-hmm. or he discovers the cure for cancer. I don't care. He's presented and protected like a star. He when he comes out, it's clearly something important. With the WWE, no. Nobody's important. Nobody's like a thing, nobody's special, nothing. Cassidy, would I make him a champ? No, but he's special. That's the thing. That's the one thing you can't deny the guy. He's big because they presented him and always protected in the way that he's special. I, I don't, you know what I want? Don't give me a promo. Don't be on my TV. That's what I want. Uh, but th- that's the one guy they chose to do this with. Nobody could beat Roman because you have given nobody that, you know, that particular treatment. You have not protected them half of it has to come from the wrestler to pull off his end but in order to pull off his end you guys have to set him up and allow him and protect him and and you know randy orton randy orton is is beyond protected i think randy orton could probably stop a bullet with his hand because no matter who he's put with he makes look like a fucking asshole and he's always one step ahead of them and that's to take take what you're doing with Randy Orton and put it on somebody and you let it just leave it there for a year. Because I would think because I would think it. they would have done that with Theory because it because it seemed like to me he takes he's a, it's like this. I just got a feeling he gonna he, he gonna cash the money in the bank and he gonna be unsuccessful. Uh, here's the funny thing. There's no other. There's no other legitimate conclusion because if it makes zero sense, uh, and and then and if he fucks him eight ways to Sunday to get the pin, then it doesn't. You, there's a difference between a heel fucking somebody to get what they want or to save face, and then there's fucking the baby face to where, well, that's the only way he could have, you know, like, and somebody's going to beat him tomorrow for it because he had to literally hit him with a fucking truck to get the belt. And, and there's this, there's this condescending thought, I think, between quote unquote wrestling fans where 
it's oh well everybody knows you know it's 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 a work or they know the end of the match and this that, and the other thing but it's like yeah but you, what you're forgetting is um when i go get my new stephen king book all the shit in the book is not real oh hey, hey i forgot to mention this about Braun Strowman's return. He returned during the midst of a fatal four-way who was going to challenge for the unified tag titles. <laughs> so we still don't know who's going to challenge for the challenge the Usos. I don't know. He's probably going to get a. Oh wait, he what? He didn't enter the match. He just came in and he just came in, decimated everybody. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, so on the booking side of it. Why? If you was, you should have them come in and beast it like. It's because again, it's it, there's that's the you just you have to still even even again, we know uh, the guys are friends or whatever we know it's a work, but when you over choreograph your little moves and and everybody's li- it literally looks like the opening to the the the, uh, the Empire versus the Elite. Go stop. Turn off the show. Go to YouTube, go to whatever streaming channel, and watch either the movie or the show Fame in the big dance uh, sequence in the street. That's what it looked like. Fame! They're going to live forever! They started the company! That's literally the only thing The only thing missing from that match was jazz hands. The, the thing is, when you, yes, we all get it. We're all in on the thing now. But you still have to tell a story things still have to make sense uh for certain guys to do certain things they have to present it in a certain way and it honestly it looks faker when you timed it out to such the minute minute that when a guy is a hair off the other guy's just gonna stand there and wait it's 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 i can see also oh yeah that's the other thing all your referees are terrible the one dude i can't remember his name but this the one dude, short black hair. Uh, this guy, if I got in control of AEW tomorrow, I would fire him. If I got just control of Rampage, I would walk up to him and tell him to his face, uh, you're off. You don't have to worry about Rampage. I don't even give a shit if I have to pay you. You're never going to be on my TV. You're a horrible referee. You're a hor- And the same thing with the Aubrey chick. She started out good, and now it's like, okay, it's like, what are you doing? Like, is this the Aubrey show? Like, just everything now. Like, the referee had more of a mean then. Now it's just, I don't know. It's like, they, they, they just realize, it, it seems like, well, now we all know it's a work, so now we don't have to try. Like, no, actually, you you need to try more. You need to try harder. Um, like, when a beloved book becomes a movie, you actually have to make the script really good and you have to get the be- good director and do the best you can because people know you're going to make the movie a little different, but they still love the book. People still love wrestling. We get it. Uh, Britt Baker really doesn't hate Tony Storm and blah, blah, blah. And they're protecting each other when they pick each other up. Yeah, but I want to see, you know, like, again, me and you are me and the... Uh, fucking all, uh, uh, Abbey Rhodes. We're, we're really good, close friends, and we behave differently on camera. When you, if, when we become popular as an on-screen couple, you don't want to see us having a heart-to-heart moment in her kitchen and like bonding and being there for each other as as adults trying to get to the world. 
you want to see me have her pinned up against the wall, grabbing her hair, going, where's my fucking rent? Shoving her down on my dick. That's what you want. You don't want to, you don't want, you don't want the in-between takes where I'm like, are you okay? And yeah, you need a drink of water? Are you good? Like, you're doing great. You, you're fantastic. You still, you, you still need to, to make it make sense. And you still need to add importance to things because if I'm supposed to watch the show every week, if I'm supposed to spend the money on the show, if I'm supposed to go see when you come to my town, it's supposed to mean something. And the guys that are important are supposed to be important. And there's now one person on that roster in the WWE, a lot of talent. A lot of great talent, but you've all you, you've just you shit in their mouth so much that there's nobody you could take the belt off from. And so, as far as I, my answer is leave the belts on him until WrestleMania. Just have him on TV less. Not if you got the other guy. Bring in uh, Trinity and have them like the old Four Horsemen run a muck through Raw on Roman's orders, and have Roman come out maybe once a month. And, but meanwhile, the Usos and Trinity and the other guy, I can't remember his name, they are just fucking with people and with, with, with the, uh, the brain trust of, uh, of, uh, uh, of uh, Play Dangerously and maybe Sammy's, Sammy uh, Mousetrap Zane. You know, like, have them just run amok and be the heels that get their asses kicked every week but then get on TV and talk, and talk shit and act like it didn't happen. And, the, and I would not take those belts off Roman. Until Cody comes back, or you take the time to build somebody, you know, uh, and just lessen him. Just you have the, he has like a whole fucking, it's perfect. It's literally a bunch of good looking, cool guys with cool tribal tattoos that can work. And oh, one of them has a really hot black wife that could do anything if you ask her and let her. That's four people with one of the brilliant talkers, and then you have a wild card in Sami Zayn. Just there's your heel stable to just fuck with every baby face. Roman shows up every once in a while. Sometimes just on the on the big widescreen. Doesn't even have to leave his house. Don't have him do anything until... Uh, uh, have him do something not directly at, uh, at the but, Survivor Series. Have him... But, have you know, him. But, you know, but you know, Sammy ain't going to be there much longer because Solo Sokoa is there. But, so, but, but but that's the thing though. You could have him be a wild card in any kind of way. That's why I said that you could have him yeah. fucking around. But you know, like have him I think in- I think they're gonna put him in. Um, I smell him and Owen challenge for the tag titles. I mean, if you and, if you and the tag team because I tag team titles together. In if you if you book them, if you. I mean, if, again, if you're able, that's the thing. If you're able, because again, also you did damage to Owens with this. Like, why would you have a guy main event WrestleMania with one of the biggest comebacks ever, and then his next program? And folks, this is not a joke. <laughs> they had him, a guy that was a guy, and this is what I'm talking about: a guy that never amounted to anything, a guy that wasn't important in any way. All right is now pretending to be somebody else because he shaved off his beard. So the guy who literally main evented supposedly the biggest night of the year in wrestling in one of the biggest comebacks ever and did a good job and did exactly what I thought they were going to do. And he, and he, and he, and he, you know, proved that he can really work because he made Stone Cold look like a million dollars and lost nothing. He didn't lose any heat, nothing. And now this is what he's doing. So, 
this is what I'm talking about. It's like you, they, they just they can't help themselves, and it, I'm, I'm tired. They play him with Ezekiel. It out of all the the fuse you could have put. But not even that. It's it's just the, in the, not only with a guy that's not even an underneath guy. He is just a nobody. You put him in the most absurd, dumb thing, and even Owens with all his talent couldn't make because it, it just it's like why. And that's the thing. It's you, you, you. The whole suspension of dif- disbelief that wrestling's always been able to do. It's been been able to happen because the people involved, uh, even if it was at the most outrageous Memphis style, they did it with conviction, and it did it within the realm of reason of what they were doing. Everything the AEW is doing and everything WWE is doing, it's just so out there that literally people that get paid more than you and I will ever get paid in a year are in charge of running these TV shows. And apparently, oh, like the shows aren't even ready to run until the, like being written as the show is airing. Well, then here's the funny thing. Everybody that's in charge of that show either needs to take a 50% pay cut or not have that job anymore. Hire people that can fucking run the show and, and, and put out a cohesive product. I'm a big believer if you're ahead of an Apple or something like that, and you make X amount of money and you have all these ridiculous perks and this, that, and the other thing, and you spend $300,000 a year redecorating your office, if the business is doing well, if the, if the company is growing and succeeding, to me, it's comparable because it's a, like a $300 billion company. So whatever you're making, it's a comparable and the business is success. Now, if you suck at your job, if you're failing, if you got to get a, a government bailout, if you're not good at it, then you should start losing. Uh, well, we're gonna next year. You get no medical. Next year, you get no personal days. Next year, we're, we're taking your seven figure salary and we're knocking it down a couple hundred grand. And you know, and and if you can't improve your work, you get fired. All these people getting paid to put on these shows should not have a job because I'm sorry, a guy who's never worked on a television show, a guy who's never set foot in a ring or been a part of the wrestling business in any way is literally sitting here in his little mini makeshift studio saying with absolutely no sense of irony and actually just more of, I'm tired of watching your shit. I could do a better job than you. I literally can do better. I could write a better wrestling show. I could put on, I can make at least several wrestlers more important and, and worth watching. I can do this. Than you. Now, now speaking and I about, can do it for like a quarter of the dude, money you're paying them. Speaking about storylines, now Raw ends with the cage match between Bobby Lasley and The Miz. And I, I saw, I've I watched some of the match, what have you. And of course, you know the storyline with him and Dexter Loomis. And of course, Dexter Loomis. The show ended with Dexter Loomis choking him out in the cage. Don't know how he got that. I didn't see the part of how he got in the cage, what have you. I kind of missed that. I try to remember why did I miss it. I can't remember. But um, once again, I'm like, why is Dexter Loomis messing with the Miz? <laughs> Uh, I'm sure they're going to come to a really stupid conclusion. Oh, also, uh, there's a new thing on the show because I just booked it. I'm now Bobby, but I'm Asian. And uh, Bobby is now Billy, but he is a dyslexic midget from Papua New Guinea. 
because I booked it. It's my show. My name's on the show. So that's it. I'm Asian Bobby. Welcome to Pilgrim on Wrestling. And, uh, and now he is a dyslexic pygmy midget from Papua New Guinea. And I'm going to say a bunch of shit, and it's going to be so funny. You're going to forget you're, you're, you're going to forget to wrath because it's going to be hilarious. And I can make that joke because now I'm Asian. So there you go. There's a very, you know, that's what basically wrestling booking has become. Yeah, actually. Just, man, it's freaking crazy. Because on, the, on, the plus side, on the plus side, though, uh, we've been booked with five-inch more dick. So there's that. You're going to have a lot of lower back pain, but, you know, that's, 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 that's your fault, midget. You know, I mean, um, uh, you know, whatever. But, yeah, so that's basically right there. That's the example of, like, wrestling booking. It, it's because it, I was like, wait a second, because, of course, he was stalking him, which I'm pretty sure they're going to tell us why, but I would think... It's kind of like, how can I put this? Like you said, it, 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 you want it to kind of make sense. And even though, yeah, the fans might go nuts over it, you know, it's... Do they put more faith into because the crowd is just screaming and yelling than to think that maybe the motherfuckers might go home and be like, okay, why is he fucking with the Miz? <laughs> You feel where I'm coming from? It's kind of like it's it's like the booking now because even to the point that everyone was sitting here praising Triple H's booking, right? But even with his booking, like because Raw this past Monday was I don't remember shit. That's how I forget that. And, and, and I watched Raw. I remember bits and pieces. It used to be a time where you can actually just watch Raw. You remember every bit of it. I don't remember every bit of pieces. I, if, if I wanted to figure out what matches went down or what have you, I would have to go and and go check out shit. But that seems to be, again, it's also the thing of unoriginal ideas, people getting kidnapped, people stalking whatever. Um, it's, you know, like one of the things, if you really want to clean up and, and redo everything, uh, I, I, again, I wrote the big ass tweet that I'm sure nobody saw where I, I would put up a thing like, no, no, this, no, that we're not doing this. We're not doing that. If we're going to do this, we're going to do it once a year and only the top guy gets to do it and et cetera, et cetera. I, you know, go in and go, no more kidnappings, no more stalkings, no more. If you're going to jump somebody out in the parking lot, then you need to lay it in. You need to make it look like a beating. Um, some and, and again, I listen to other wrestling podcasts and the shit they describe to me. You know, it's that's why I'm like, I'm not watching this unless I'm getting some kind of fucking money in my hand, because this is fucking ridiculous. Why would I care? Like, it just. It's all bad, and I mean, I mean, I'm happy that they doing. They got Kevin Owens back to the Kevin Owens that we love. Um, like I said, it, I see they're trying to make the women's tag title relevant again um, because it's supposed to be well. Because if you know, in Castle, uh, 
Kai, man, excuse me, Dakota Kai and, and, and well, you might well say Kai and Sky. I'm just, because I'm sorry saying both their names. The damage control, they won their match, which should be setting Bailey up to go after Bianca Belair for the title. Next week, the ladies go for the tag titles against um, Raquel and Alicia, Alicia, I think. And and once again, Bailey is about to go for the, the world title. So, once again, you have no new female to challenge Bianca. Well, I mean, Bailey's been gone for so long. Again, it comes, uh, again, this is why you don't put people that don't, don't know what to do. And Bailey is kind of new again because some idiot that I'm sure is still working there told one of the best wrestlers, not man, not female wrestlers, one of the best wrestlers in the world and one of the best personalities in the world of wrestling to go to Florida to run the ropes so she can spend a whopping three days a week on the road. And that's how she got injured. So that again is like, this is, this is what's running the show. And I guarantee the person that said that didn't get fired. I think it probably dumb as John Laurinaitis. Well, you know, John is, is at home with, you know, John is a little fucking, you know... Uh, I'd be home alone, because... No, no, well, hey, you know, fuck him. He, he like, was around again, the time he was dating. Talk, he was talk, about, talk about winning the Braun Strowman don't belong in wrestling. That dumb fuck uh, never belonged in wrestling. He never deserved anything he ever got. He never brought anything to the table. He never did anything good for wrestling. And at the bare minimum, couldn't even control his pathetic pecker. So, you know, fuck him. And if he was the one that he did, did dictated that, he should have been fired. You know, it's again, you, there's certain people, it, it get their life, it's all about the status and the privilege and this, that, and the other thing. There's going to come a time in my career where if I want to, you know, hey, I'd like to be on your site or I'd like to be on your thing, and they're going to go, well, we're going to do a content. And I'm like, no, no, it's either a yes or no. You're either going to hire me or, or you just don't want to. Like now, in order to get on a on a website, I will I will do a content trade or I'll do an audition to show because I haven't hit a certain level. Once I hit that level and I walk up to I don't know pick a site and they say, well, like no, well, I'm Billy Pilgrim. You, I I I paid those dues. Hire me or don't. Those are your options. No wrong answer. It's just either do or don't. Uh, Bailey. Uh, you know, Seth, uh, 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 Riddle, all certain guys on the roster, when they had to go back on the road, should not be forced to like go to fucking Orlando and run, you know, things with the rookies and the opening, you know, car guys or whatever, because they've earned where they are. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It just, it still boggles the mind that we lost this woman for like a year for just the stupidest reason. I mean, the, 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 I mean, logic dictates she would have had the injury uh, probably in a match because it, it, obviously something was on the verge of getting hurt, but at least it would have made sense getting injured in the ring when you were supposed to be having a match. Um, it just, it's just so endlessly frustrating because 
but, but you see, but see, I'm gonna tell you what I find interesting is how now the narrative has changed. That now WWE is getting the somewhat good favorable press. AW is getting the well, negative. It, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an hourglass. Uh, you know, that's that's dripping sand every week. People are just happy that Vince is gone. And, you know, and, and Triple H has a grace period uh, before, you know, he has a grace period, gets something noticeably done or approved, but the sands are dripping. I guarantee you by the Royal Rumble, if shit's just still basically the same, uh, then, then, the, then the worm is going to start to turn and people are going to get real ugly. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now, um, I don't really have a lot of respect for the WWE because like OnlyFans, they, they, they sneeze and piss on the thing that makes them rich and relevant. Uh, saying things like belt and I'm a wrestler and, and, and uh, title match and you know, so on, uh, it's not going to cut it. Um, it's 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 got to be a better both everybody just a better in ring product that makes like a to b to c to d please um if something organic comes along and you're one of your your supposed quote-unquote writers didn't write it fuck them and fuck their feelings if they were any type of really good writer they wouldn't be writing for you guys if somebody that doesn't fit the norm comes out there and is getting a genuine reaction out of the crowd and start and doing something that's actually, you know, that you could build on, like, holy shit, you know, this guy's doing, like, just all the work for us. You let that go like they used to um, and don't step on it. You know, too many people want to enforce their own sense of importance or their own, like, no, it's only success if I'm involved. And all it does is just gum up the works. And then the fans are the ones that wind up suffering. Like part of the reason why I have not bought the last couple of pay-per-views is because I'm not spending 50 bucks because they didn't convince me to spend 50 bucks. I'm not going to sit, even though I, I paid for Peacock, I'm not going to sit through any of this WWE shit because even though technically in a weird way, it's free, it's not worth sitting through for nothing in return. Um, and that's the thing. It's like, you need somebody to really step in and have a final say over everything. Like, Hey, Eddie Kingston's killing it right now. We're going to go with it. Um, we were going to do this with him, but it's going to take heat. It's going to like slow him down. So we're not doing it. Uh, no, you have to work with him, deal with it and et cetera. You need to, you know, it's just, you PD. And also, I mean, everybody needs a little, shake up every once in a while as an adult but you guys really I mean all the way the wrestlers are behaving especially in AEW it's like tell me you don't deserve the spot you're in without telling me you don't deserve the spot you're in you know I mean like just the behavior across the board and and like the guys getting rewarded and the ones that aren't it's just mind boggling like of all the people you're going to hire back you're going to hire back Braun Strowman why? Why? Like seriously, like why? Wrestling didn't miss him, and nobody was. And he wasn't in demand when uh, when he got fired. So you're gonna bring him back now and put him in the prominent spot. What the fuck is he gonna do? Seriously, like what the fuck is he gonna do? 
Who is he gonna have a who is he gonna have a really good, interesting match with? Has he ever had a good, interesting match with? You know, he will be showing up on SmackDown and speaking about well, SmackDowns. The last thing we're gonna get to before we get to old to the uh, old school is NXT. They they had their uh offering to the premium live event with Worlds Collide. And um, did, did you happen to take a look at it, Gander Evy? Again, Steve? I, you know, in predictable booking, you buried, I don't know why you're shutting down UK, and you buried every one of the guys. Nobody, everybody from the UK lost. So even if they wind up in the UK or the NXT Europe, you already said, you already told me that unless they are properly brought over to NXT, they're lesser than. Just predictable booking and and also just um, bad gimmicks and and you know stuff like a lot of spots and no I, real I'm just say this right now. Huh? This was the in my opinion worse than XT premium live event. Don't get it twisted, it had some good matches on there. But to me, it, it wasn't even the predictableness of it. It was just, okay, I'm just going to be honest with you. This weekend didn't feel like a pay-per-view weekend, okay? Maybe it, it, maybe I'm saying an unpopular opinion across the board. You feel what I'm coming from? It didn't feel like a pay-per-view weekend. You know, even though AEW had all out, it didn't feel like an all-out weekend compared to all-out pass. Um, the class of the castle, as much as they pumped it, they pumped it. It didn't feel like a big-time pay-per-view to me. You feel what I'm saying? Even though that was the best pay-per-view of the weekend. And NXT Worlds Collide, they could have just did it on Wednesday two, week, two weeks back-to-back like they normally do. Why did you waste my time on the fucking Sunday at 4 p.m.? First of all, the Ricochet and Ricochet Jr. match. <laughs> it Because basically Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet was basically damn near doing each other's moves. Literally. I thought I was watching Ricochet versus Ricochet. Like if, if you took did the video game and you took Ricochet, and you took Puma, his character from Lucha Underground, and you put them against each other, there you go. I'm like, it was just like, when when you were talking about, the way you talked about the United Empire and the Elite match, there you go. That's WWE's version. I I mean, I just... You know, I, I, I said it when he signed with the WWE. I was like, Luke, uh, uh, Ricochet is uh, special, and he's got some buzz, and he's unique. Uh, the second he signs with WWE, he's just literally going to fade into the background and just become another guy, and he's just going to be another – he's still going to be good-looking. He's still going to have you know million-dollar ass, but who gives a shit? And sure enough, here we are. Um there's not even enough buzz. Like, if the WWE fired him tomorrow, would there really be any buzz if he popped up in AEW? You know, um, it's it's 
that's the, again, it's the thing of, uh, you know, guys lose something when they go to these big companies and they, cause it, the, the people yeah. running them don't realize you have to, it's part, it's partly on them. It's partly on you. That's why, like I, again, have been dealing with something, but I've always appreciated and, and valued uh, people behind the camera. But like, I'm trying to do something right now that I can't nail down a producer for. And it, you know, because it's invaluable because I need somebody to carry that part of the load while I'm doing my thing. And again, it's a series of people and they all it's like what and again nobody looks different like even uh what's his name cameron grimes they, they gave him a stupid gimmick he made it work the guy never talked on the indies turned out he's a million dollar talker he looked different and he did interesting shit and now from what i hear he's like every fucking buddy else they made him shave and that and the other thing it's the you sh- I'm actually, I'm at the point now where if this is going to keep going the way it's going to go, we're either going to have to shorten this show, like literally put a hard time limit on it, or we're going to have to banish like a 90-day loser leave town for AEW and the WWE and then pick, like we're going to have to just cover NWA Impact or like Progress and like, I'm not even joking, or just go, okay, we're going to do like 30 minutes of Modern and then like. 30 minutes to an hour of old school and then that's it and then 90 days we'll come back to AEW and you know and they're not allowed to come back under a mask calling themselves the yellow dog federation they're not allowed to come back at the zodiac because i mean there's no fucking reason with the resources that this all this shit should be this it's it's just it's egos and and fucking single billionaires playing booker Dude, I, I watch World Cup. Even to the match with oh, that's like, not, not even the fucking Bron- title to the pay per view is original. It, it, okay. The one like, for example, the tag match. I, 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 I don't, let, I'm gonna talk about tag match for a second. First of all, you made a four way elimination, um, which was not needed because you had, first of all. The UK tag champs, which was Jensen and Briggs. And of course, you had the tag champs, which was the the Creed brothers. Okay. Then you had the Gallus Boys. Now they call the Gallus Boys. And you had Pretty Deadly. Now, my thinking is this why did you have a four way when you could have just had? The title defended on the previous NXT. The winner of those matches face off in the match. You know, boom, there you go. They didn't do that. You got a four-way. Then, what made the match in and how pretty deadly won was because of a brawl that was going on between the Goddess Boys and Briggs and Jensen. The referee gets bumped. The uh guy I can't figure the dude, the, the, the third dude that's in the diamond mine, he comes in, stops the other guy pretty deadly from using the chair. Pats his ball on the back. Creed about to go in for the finisher, and he hits Creed with the chair from behind. So he turns on the Creed brothers. Once again, you could have saved that for the actual NXT. You know, the NXT show 
and just have the match be a clean match. Whoever won, boom, there you go. You feel what I'm saying? Especially if you're going to have to put the belt on pretty deadly anyway. Then you got the women's match, which was a three-way, which made no sense because you had Mandy, who ended up winning the match, which, if you saw the interest she gave, wasn't a shock that she won. Defeat Sagamora, and who was the UK champion, and um, Davenport, which is uh, Allspray's girlfriend, or what have you. But the point being is, why did you have Sakamura and your girl wrestling for the actual belt in the last UK show? And then you, you, you're going to come from because she won the Fatal Four Way to be the number one contender. Yes. That's the only reason why they even said, oh no, she's going to be putting the three way. Or what you could have did was instead of her being in the three way, you could have had her sitting there and waiting for the next person. She's the number one contender after that match. You've heard her coming from, you didn't have to have a three way. No, it's like they don't have to do the majority of this shit to do because they got too many wrestlers and they don't know what to fucking do with the ones they have and all the shit with the multi-person. They brought two drop and Nikki Ash down for a tag title match. I don't... Uh, Why? I don't... I didn't even... Well, I don't watch multi-person matches anymore. And when I saw that they were doing the here's a unification match with two women and a champion and then some broad, I was like, I don't give a fuck who wins. And I already know who's going to win. But fuck everybody in this match. I, you know, I hope you have a horrible match. It's just basically, it's lazy booking. It's you have too many wrestlers. You don't have anybody creative or smart enough uh, to do anything with them, and it's not worth. And and here's the best part: I'm sure there's somebody that would come at me. Well, here's the answer to why you would have one non-title holder. And my answer to you is that's a terrible fucking reason. You should not be in charge of writing anything. It's just all bad. It, it like this to me, for example. One, they didn't build it up to explain why they should have these multi-person matches in this. Okay, if you had a few that they couldn't be settled with tournament or what have you, and you're going for the tag titles, these were unification matches. So if you want, so why would we need to have a four-way to unify the UK titles? Or even better, last I checked, won't the UK titles like the secondary title to that of the NXT title? Won't the NXT title the top belt? So in essence, why would the UK title, it, why would it be a unification match? Because it's kind of, it, you get what, it, okay, so people get what I'm saying, okay. You have the NWA, let's say you had the NWA United Kingdom champion. You're not going to see Rick go for the it unified the, the UK title and the world title. No, it is he's defending the world title against the UK champion. Okay. Now, be it that you're discontinuing the UK division, which means you're discontinuing the UK title. Which means you're basically saying all you had to say was the people that are this are the UK champions. They're the number one contenders for the tag titles. And 
other words, you're putting the UK title on the same level as that of your NXT title, which in essence, the NXT title supposed to be the top title for NXT. So it made no sense for it to be a unification match to begin with. I'm I'm going to give the simplest answer. Uh, everybody in both these matches don't fucking matter. Uh, whatever bullshit thing you think you're kind of instigating, don't fucking matter. Those belts, I got. I bought some uh, costume jewelry for a character I'm developing. The costume jewelry is worth more than your fucking belts. Uh, fuck all uh, eleven people. Uh, it's you know, it's not even. It's not even worth the effort. It's not even worth our effort to try to make sense of this just stupid, stupid fuckery. So I think we should move on uh, to something else because. I'm done trying to unravel this stupid shit. And it's, it's you know, it's, again, it's just, you know, fuck every, fuck all 11 of them. And it's all just dumb shit. And it just, it makes no sense. And it wasn't even good because it can't be good because you have got too many people in there. So that's my answer to it. It doesn't, it, it was never meant to make sense because you have people who don't know how to make sense trying to put something out there for some, for people with adult IQs to try to digest and find entertainment in. It wasn't entertaining. It was garbage. And you're lucky that essentially we live in a system where once you hit a certain dollar amount of money and, and, and the system shifts dollars and, money and cents around, that you're even be able to be in the air. Because honestly, if this was the 80s, you'd be canceled because your shit is terrible. You'd be, you'd be taken off the air. Because all that fucking suck. And I'm sure they're all trying their best. And they're good people at heart. Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. So let's just move on. Because honestly, just thinking about these matches. I'm not going to lie. Hearing you try to make sense of the two, like literally two dogs fucking. But it's like two cats fucking saying they're dogs. It's giving me a headache. And we've been at this a couple of hours. I'm just going to get this last thought. Then we're going to move on to... To a little NWA stuff and then on to the old, old school is that it's something that you said. And it's funny because it's like everybody's in awe with Triple H, this, Triple H, this. I keep telling everybody by the end of this year, y'all gonna be screaming the same shit, bitching about the same shit that you was bitching about. The only difference is it's going to be Triple H. It's not going to be Vince McMahon. Now, he may not do it like Vince McMahon. He may not turn up the script last minute, what have you. But trust me, it's, it, it's you're going to be questioning a lot of the booking. Because even to me, and I said this before, me, myself, I could be wrong as shit. No, they haven't built up anybody to take the belt from Roman. But his reign is getting stale slowly but surely. Because people is going to get tired of seeing this motherfucker continue to win because they are so content on trying to get The Rock to be the guy that wrestles him. And mind you, The Rock is not even going to take the belt from him. That's the reason why they have not built up anybody to take the belt from Roman. They, because they are, because they they are so fixated on this idea that we're going to have The Rock versus Roman, and Roman got to have the belts. Roman don't need the belts. And and, and, and they're just facts now, which goes back to, once again, the best wrestling booking 
is in the companies that are below the WWE and AEW. NWA, they might have some questionable shit, but their booking is better. We talked about Impact for a second. Their booking is better. You hear me talk about Progress Wrestling. I'm sitting here watching um, Insane Championship Wrestling over in the UK. Their booking is better, more solid, more cohesive. They build up their contenders. They make each belt seem important as fuck. Even in Japan, their neverweight six-man tag team titles is actually is, is a big deal compared to how we treat it. And what is so crazy is that none of these bookers they're so egotistical. They so think that they know what the fuck they're doing. They don't even look at what the old heads doing and what these motherfuckers over in Europe and Japan and in the smaller markets are doing as far as booking. Because everybody want to be Hollywood. No one wants they, they, they want everyone. They, they want it to be a movie. They want it to be it. it like I said again, it's just no one goes by the the kiss rule. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's 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 rich people playing with their toy because of TV. I you know what? If I was a network, I would want a wrestling program, but I would put a clause in the contract that you know you got to stay at a certain rating. Or if I find if I'm unhappy, that's the thing. It's like. WWE keeps getting all this money. AEW just keeps trucking along because there's no consequence. It's just terrible. And and you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. Can like uh, uh, to be honest with you, I don't give two fucks about Breaker or you know the, that British guy never had a shot in hell. Um, let's just. I, I, I'm so disappointed that they. And we're about to get off of this. I'm very disappointed that JD Madonna, as well as Bateman, too, because because to be honest with you, I was looking at that. I said that is a WrestleMania main event. Bateman versus Breaker. Now, will it actually happen? I doubt it. But it, it, it you took JD Madonna, you fed on the break the to the breaker. Who is McDonough? Jordan Devlin. He's the one that was trained uh by uh by um Is that the one that's dressed like he's worked at the Olive Garden? No, 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 no. He he the one that just wrestled Breaker. He's the English dude that talking about pain. He was he was doing the little yoga shit. I don't know. I just he, he calls himself the Irish Ace. That's what he called himself. He had a banging match with Escobar. You feel me? Um, or Phantasma, as we know it. You know, Phantasma. The fuck it is. But anyway, but the point being is that they fed these guys to Breaker, and Breaker is like, I mean, they fed these guys to Breaker, which didn't, you, you haven't gave the U.S. audience a chance to get to know them, the NXT audience a chance to get to know them. You buried them already by having them lose to Breaker. You know, especially Bateman because Bateman, let's just be honest, he's that next 
Cena type character, Cena type wrestler. Oh, that's, you know, that's yeah. fucking delightful. That's fucking great. Another yeah, Cena. Because, because I mean, nah, it's because, I mean it. Look, he looked like a fucking younger version of Russell Crowe. Let's just be honest. And um, and to me, I just hate that he got fed to him. So, but but to everyone else, but but before we go into the old school, like I said, but to NWA, because I don't know if you've been keep up with it. Um, they've been doing. <laughs> I got to give it the NWA. They they they've been they've been doing some interesting things lately, and I don't know if you had a chance to look, and I wanted your opinion. And I don't know if you had time if you well, have you seen the new versions of the United States tag titles? Uh no, and and um I'm kind of worried that you're asking these questions. Okay, because the fixers became the United States tag champions. Who? Um the fixers. They they won their tag teams, see. Yeah, you got yourself a claim to the NWA. Um and um, of course, for some of you people that don't know, you millennials that might be listening or whomever, that United States tag titles were the secondary tag titles in WCW. Um, actually, they were made by Dusty Rhodes for the Midnight Express for the most part to keep them away from the tag titles and and and, and away from Rock and Roll Express, so that they can build up both of them. It's called long term booking. Yeah, they did that back in the day. Well, it, Corgan decided to bring him back during the 74, uh, NWA 74. And um, I'm going to tell you how the belts kind of look. They took the, the Missouri heavyweight title and they made the, the, the United States tag title. Okay. You know how they had the big, like, blue title, the, the, the title plate, and then you had the big flag of Missouri as the belt plates. Well, they have the American flag as the belt plates, and it, it's, it's, it's kind of, and, and they're interesting belts, I must admit. Um, thought they might would have went with the more traditional, um, which some tell me WWE might have that trademark for that belt. Well, of course they would. Why not? It's trademark yeah. something and then not fucking. Not even fucking use the bitch. But, um, but like I said, what's been going on? Um, Camille, she defended her title. She shots out to Camille from from Bull City. She actually from Durham. Um. She, I'm, I'm not even gonna front for her to be as green as she is because I didn't know that uh, Bully Ray trained her. Period. Um, I didn't know he trained her, and it is funny as fuck that she is green, but she don't look as green as Jay Cargo and the rest of these other motherfuckers. I, I mean, I because she had a damn good match against Tanya Tanya Valkyrie. So she had a damn good match against her. Um, which I'm still shocked. Tyler Valkyrie got let go of the WWE, but that's a total story for another day. So, but like I said, um, Mac and then Macadona lost. Uh, oh, 
<laughs> I can't think of the guy's name, but Matt Cadona lost recently, which I, I take it that um I don't know what they're trying to do with uh Trevor Murdoch because he's coming off like a heel, right? But he interfered in the match with, with Macadona that, that cost Macadona the match. So what are they trying to do with him? They're trying to make him a tweener or something? I, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really seen their product. I mean, um, where, they're, where they might be actually trying to actually make a cohesive show. Uh, the few times I try to watch it, their production value... There's a it would be refreshing if the production value were a little bit less but still quality. There's theirs is just it's lower quality but not in a good way. And I and again, I don't know what I'm missing, but the few times I try to check out what they're doing, their their announced team has really again with the three person booth and the Velvet Sky she should not be allowed near a microphone. And the other two announcers, if, if I, I mean, I just, if insomnia and sleep had children, it's like literally these two. And I, and again, when I see, it's like, I don't know. It's just, I'm not impressed by what's in the ring. Um, I can't watch impact because I don't have impacts on some kind of weird fucking dimension on the planet. Um, uh, but I mean, also it's just been nuts lately and I, and it's barely stomach, you know, I haven't had a chance to really watch much, which I would well, like yeah, to do I'm because the wrestling I'm watching is fucking really, it's better. I, I, I'm Okay. Because so, so I, this is going to understand kind of, it'd be like, damn, y'all trash modern wrestling or they, or more so Billy more so than me, you know, it don't get to this. I like. AW, I do watch WWE, but I feel where Billy come from. And I agree with Billy on many things. It's well as Jim Cornette, as many other wrestlers. It's a reason why people harp on the old school and the booking and the way the wrestling was and 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 and, and stuff of that nature. And the reason why I harp about the old the the, the wrestling overseas that they. They kind of adhere to the thought process of wrestling, old school booking, you know, with that little hip, you know, you know what I'm saying? It, if you want to see some of the best matches, let's say a real Osprey, watch some of his shit in England. He, they, they're not doing, uh, they, they're not going 100 miles an hour. They, they're telling the story with their matches. So it's kind of like, so my listeners can understand what have you. What is missing from this day and age that the old school have that this place that, that modern wrestling does not have? And then we're gonna move on to old to the old school. Um, like I said, it's the, uh, the the opening the fame with the elite and empire. It's like, yeah, it's great that you guys can do all this shit, but you're doing it at such a pace that it, it makes it unspecial, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, there's no, like, you're not telling me anything. And even when Osprey and Omega, who apparently really don't like each other, uh, it did not come across. It just looked like two pissy faced, uh, whiners are like, you know, kind of having some kind of passive aggressive bitch fight. 
over anime at Comic-Con. It just, you know, and also these guys, it clearly with the, with what they're doing as far as in the ring, you you know, it's, I don't know how many injuries have to happen, but, uh, you know, there's a reason why MJF kind of was very right in the sense that he was having the best match when he was the opening match in the entire card and he wasn't really doing anything. Um, and he did less, but he worked the psychology. Um, doing flips, flying out, doing all this other shit don't make you special no more. Everybody and their grandmother does it. And you're basically injuring yourself and it's, and you know, you're you're basically you're injuring yourself, and then uh, you're shortening your career, and you know it's gonna be hard to get people over if you're forever injured doing the same ridiculous shit that you're doing. Um, Bobby Fish's career might be over, and uh, if you go back and watch over the last couple of years, uh, all the injuries that sidetracked him in NXT and now are sidetracking him now. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly's gonna has next year's. But with Bobby Fish, it was always after some stupid, unnecessary ladder thing or like war, you know, whatever. All this shit you're doing, it's not impressing me and it's not giving me a reason to give a fuck. It's it's just like it's just you're 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 it's, I, I hate saying it because it's but it, it is kind of a tumbling act. Like I get it. You could do a little flip and you can, you know, choreograph all this shit great but it i mean it would have made sense for the empire and the elite just because the got the empire is actually top of the card guys to be the final of the six man tag but to, let's but to be honest the way the matches happened it's the same fucking you know we're going to be flying all over here doing this and doing that and, and you know so it's like well fucking same results and i'm sure you know uh right it's like the matches it, it, it's kind of like the wrestlers are just bleeding into each other almost. But it's nobody, nobody, nobody is really stand. Yeah, there's, there's no real originality. Everybody, like I said, everybody because even because when Wahoo goes against Blackjack, his match is going to be different than if he went against Rick. But in this day and age, the Blackjack doing the same shit Rick doing. You get what I'm coming from, but because it's like you see the stand stand up and they hitting each other back and forth shit. Um, the they run to the ring post, he catches him with a hit. Then he runs the ring post, he catches him with a hit. Dude gets hit with a killer ass finish maneuver. The other dude jumps up, no sales it, catch him with a finish maneuver. They both pass out, and you see that it's it's like an eight match card. That's seven of your matches. You feel what I'm saying? Um, just like when we talked about how many times uh, Moxley bleeds. Everyone makes the jokes about it, but you know, Moxley is kind of like Moxley bled. Then in this situation, we had with CM Punk bleed. But was it necessary for CM Punk to bleed in this match? I, I'm, you know, it's it, it, because y'all rivalry's not that heated to where you need to be busted open. You feel what I'm saying? Or just like when we talk about when Rick get busted open, he got busted open when he was in peril. Towards the end of the match, like the last five minutes, 
when we think the, when we think the face got him. But even Rick didn't go bust it open every damn match. Uh, you know, and and that's and it's it's no one's doing anything to stand out, but they all have this fucking entitlement ego that they should be the star of the show. And with the exception of a few people, they to me have a legitimate argument of I should be on top of the card. And the asterisk would be Orange Julius because the fucking jerk off is protected at every turn and you know and again you talk about people going shoot i would be fired from AEW because i would tell tony khan um if he if he ever comes out to the ring and i'm there and he does have any of that stupid shit with me i'm gonna headbutt him and i'm gonna break his nose or if i can grab him i'm gonna grab him and i'm gonna fucking like i'm basically gonna stretch him i'm not gonna injure him but i'm gonna make him look like a bitch and a joke and make him scream in front of every no because you you just it's you you, you know you you're, you're protecting this idiot, and 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 how many people have you made look like an asshole? You're like, oh my god, we brought this guy in. It's a huge deal. And then you you feed him to this fucking guy of all things. As like I thought, you told me the guy was a big deal. Like what the fuck is this? And then but the next week you come back and go, well you know he was wearing orange shoelaces in his shoes, so therefore and the ground was lava and it doesn't count. And you know it's. I shit on the new school because, guys, again, it's nonsensical booking. Your your feet, you're basically giving me your least amount of effort, or you're not even attempting to give me something with structure. Uh, Luchasaurus, in my opinion, most improved wrestler, but now that the guy actually looks like a fucking you know guy that could be at the top of the card and maybe be a threat for a title, you got him doing this most convoluted. You guys, his gear looks better. It, he's working like he should in the ring, and he's doing it smoother. And you got a guy. You got there's your best manager in the entire fucking wrestling industry is Christian. And what do you do? You do this convoluted jerk off thing, and it's like. And ironically, I never thought I'd live to say this, but out of this whole thing, the star that you should push, the star that you should really make plans for. And the other guy that maybe ought to go back to the beginning of the card or maybe go to AW Dark is Jungle Boy. And Luchasaurus, you got something there with a new look and new style and Christian there to talk for him. Uh, well then. But you but they're not. They're gonna they're gonna fuck it up somehow. Uh, because uh, Christian's gonna get a hangnail and Luchasaurus is gonna have some kind of weird memory about something his mom did at Christmas and then break off with him and then join the Lollipop Guild. And spend his days eating muffins out of Dark Uno's ass, and Tony Khan's gonna present that to us like, and see, this is my orange muffins is from Wendy's yeah. muffin shop in Chicago. Yeah, and that's the other thing. <laughs> I, I mean, that was so funny when he said that. I was having, I, I was having flashbacks of living in Chicago. Like he really is. Chicago, like there's just that Chicago thing, and that promo, I, I I thought that 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 promo on whatever the the show oh, before, God. that was the worst CM Punk promo I've ever seen. That was the most unauthentic promo. I mean, it just, you know what? I gotta put, I gotta say, trudging through like over two hours of this shit. I think uh, I I I was gonna make a point by talking about Mick Foley, but I don't even want to sully the man's name trying to compare 
I think we should skip the O to the old school, and we'll do it next week because it's like I have a headache now, and I still got like it's six it's six o'clock, and I have like you know it's already been two hour over two hours, and I got okay, okay. Okay. to I have exactly for us to do for next week. Uh, All right, save us to talk so much about AEW because we are going to talk about some AEW and WWE stuff, people. You know, it's just. You got to understand from where we came from, where we grew up, the wrestling that we knew and loved, dog, it's, it's, not, it's not the same. Man. No, it's just it's not, not good. Now, here's the thing. It's, it's, one not, thing. it's, sorry, it's not man. Even, it's, it's not even that. It's just not good. It's, it's, it's not. It's not. Now, I, I've seen Kenny Omega matches that I've liked. I've seen Will Ospreay matches that I've liked. I've seen matches with wrestlers that I've been shitting on. And, you know, again, it's the modern style. It is what it is. All of this, from the ring performance of the wrestlers to why they're in there doing it, to the booking, to the management in the back, to the behavior of the wrestlers finally being given a shot, to the WWE and all their bullshit. This is what what they're putting out is not fucking good. And, And to sit here and have to dissect it, it's just, it's undefendable. It's undefendable. Yeah, because it's like... I mean, don't get it twisted. Towards the end, WCW, their booking just got ridiculous. And, of course, the dead years. But people don't understand, it's like at the heyday of the territories. When I think about Mid-Atlantic. I mean, people, proves and pudding. Go back and watch, like, the Mid-Atlantic that's on Peacock. You know, period. Uh, find it on YouTube. Um, even the Florida. And, and, and I'm telling you, Watch it in succession. Just don't watch it at one. Watch it in succession. You can see what we're talking about. Because even to Memphis, as much as people want to talk shit, I'm going to talk a lot of shit about Memphis back in the day. Their booking was cohesive. It, it made sense. It They knew how to book a territory. They knew how to book a storyline. They knew how to draw you the fuck in. Think about these people. People believe that Brassen was actually 100% real, as in, no, it wasn't determined by someone saying you won. You actually won it in the ring. For you to pull that off, that means you had to be very convincing. That means the bookings had to make sense. They tell you, if the booking didn't make sense, it killed the town because the booking was part of the realism of it. Because the booking wasn't right, it exposed the business. That's why back in the day, if CM Punk said that during the press conference, guess what they would have done? Your next big match would have been CM Punk versus Adam Page, whether they liked it or not. You know, and, 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 and he can testify to that. You know what I'm saying? Or anybody that even shit it, in old school uh, people would probably say, yeah, that probably would have been the next program. They would be like, look, y'all want to make money, y'all want to be, or y'all, y'all want to be assholes. Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee never liked each other. And them motherfuckers made money. Money. They don't, I, don't, I don't know about... Uh, I, I'm willing to bet Bill Dundee, uh, Bill Dundee he still wrestles. Uh, so does Jerry. Um, and these guys don't have... They wrestle because they want to, but these guys for, I want to say, 20 years... Until Jerry went to the WWE full time, 
uh, for 20 years, if they weren't feuding with each other, they were a tag team in the same territory. Occasionally, uh, Dundee would go somewhere. He like he was the NWA for 87. He was the booker for Mid-South in 84. Yeah, but, yeah, but Dundee wanted to go. Let's make that clear. Dundee wanted to go. He didn't well, I mean, have I'm to not, I mean, that's a whole different subject. I'm just saying, these guys, even in, a, in, a, like in, an, interview, uh, in an interview... In an interview, uh, I don't know, within the last two years, Lawler said, we never got along. We weren't, we didn't really like each other, but they, you know, they, they wrestled each other all the time and they were tag team partners and they did business, you know, and uh, I, there's, there's people that I have worked with that I really would not work again unless, you know, but if I was put in a situation I can do it, and and I can be professional and be an adult. My big no cutoff. I I'm, you're not going to pay me what it's going to take. Is I don't fuck Republicans and I don't deal with MAGA people, and they are in the porn industry. And if you're one of these performers or if you're a producer, I don't give a fuck if you own Brazzers. If you're a Republican or a MAGA, fuck you. But I've worked with female talent that I'm like I don't ever hope. To work, I hope I never work with them again. But if I get hired by a company and I show up on set, I I can be nice and professional all day, get the thing done, go home. That's what adults do when they want to be an athlete or an artist at a high level. Everybody in AEW needs to fucking grow up, fucking you know, cut the shit. And and fucking handle their own house and just literally just grow up. And Tony, fucking be a man for once in your fucking life. Get a haircut, fucking do a push up, rub dirt on something. I don't even give a shit what it is. Just rub dirt on something, skip or whatever the hell it is you do, and grow the fuck up. Because, yeah, because, it, because it makes you wonder, right? Even let's be honest, right? Because you remember seeing Jim Crockett, right? Jim Crockett probably looked like one of the nicest, softest dudes on the planet, demanded respect. Because think about it, out of all the promoters, he was the one that was not a wrestler other than that event. Because think about it, the ones I remember, the, the, the ones that we used to watch, A.W. Vern Wrestling. Eddie Graham, Rassler. Watts, Rassler. Flitz, Rassler. You get what I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just... So, that speaks to the volume that Vince Sr. and Jimmy Crockett had to have had for them to get that respect and they never even been in the square circle. So, it can be done. What is going on with Tony? Again, he's a he's a fucking rich kid. But like again, his dad owns a soccer team. Guess where Tony works? He, he owns uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Guess where Tony works? Uh, everyone keeps talking about Tony's a billionaire. And they're like, no, it's his dad's money. And he, um, again, not saying he's a terrible guy. I'm sure he's a very lovely human being to hang around with. He claims to be a wrestling fan, but and he basically just decided one day because you because he has the option of doing it. I'm going to start a wrestling company and he's going to play Booker and he has proven he's had brief moments of like, not bad, but overall he's not qualified. But again, in this country, it doesn't, there was, I mean, 
there was an article years ago about talking about all these people that you know, like because you know, you look at Vanity Fair, you look at all these magazines. All these, all this guy created this app. This guy started this company. This guy started this this uh, all organic, you know, food uh, delivery meal system thing. And 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 you're so young. And what? And there was an article, and basically what the article said was, well, all these people that start made the app and made basically invented hypothetically uh, Blue Apron, and they started this company. They were rich kids. And they came from a family that had money already. They went to school, no student loans. They had the connections to get the money or, or had access to people that could invest in their thing. And if it didn't pan out, they had a one hell of a golden. It's really easy to do something when you have the means and you start on third base. Tony is not qualified to do any of this, but he had the ability to do it. Um, and that's it. It's not a judgment on his character. It's not a judge. He is somebody, I'm sorry, has never earned a fucking thing in his life. He's not qualified. Yeah, it like this, because because we're going to go ahead and cut this short and, and shut this down because, you know, I got things I can have to take care of. I know you got things you got to take care of. And we will be back next week for Pilgrim on Wrestling, as well as Monday, as you know, we drop in the premium smoke room pro wrestling smoke where we take a topic and we dissect it and what happened. And I got a topic for us. You just got to remind me, which I'm going to, you know, write it down. Here's the question that we're going to propose to you people. And this shouldn't make you want to subscribe and listen to our answer, especially Billy's answer. If, let's say, the NWA started and Khan was back in the day, starting AEW. Would the NWA had accepted AEW into his ranks? The reason why I say that, which I want you to answer it now, just for you to think on, because the way that they were when it came to certain way promoters had to be, the wrestlers, all such and such, such and such, you get where I'm coming from, would the NWA would have accepted AW. Plus, we're going to discuss more stuff along the way. So with that being said, people, you know how we end this all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Billy, sign out. Banana cake, fart, dog, snot. Um, since we're all, since everybody just does what they want and it sounded like my normal sign-off. <laughs> see, I told you, people, we want to see these rap promotions win, man. We just want good fucking product to watch. That's all. And here's the thing. It doesn't even have to be something I like, but it, if you're going to sit there and tell me the Luchasaurus thing made any sense, the CM Punk thing made any sense, uh, you know, the just the, the fact that the VPs made a division so they can have belts and, and, and stand. It's it's just, you know, there's, it, I don't care if it sucks, but it has to suck in a way from like, again, point A, point B, getting, you know, so on and so forth. Chekhov's gun. For those of you who don't know that phrase, look it up. Chekhov's gun. Clearly, he never took a literary class, but there's no gun, there's no Chekhov in any of AEW's storyline. And I will clarify that on the next show uh, on the uh, Pro Wrestling Smoke. 
But yeah. seriously, Chekhov's gun. Go look it up. There you go. Deuces, people. Yeah, no, yeah.